you, and when I defang the viper, trust me, ain't gonna come from nowhere. Jeff, I already put you out. I don't even know why you're out here right now. Keep on talking. Hey, 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 do me a favor. Why don't you act like this is an AA meeting and you shut your mouth while I'm sharing with the crew? And Mustafa, you out here, a boy of one man. And I'm gonna tell you what. You got lucky at the Rumble, so I know you're gonna come out here and run your mouth about how bad you are. But let me give you a little bit of a reality check. You see, Mustafa, you said that my eyes don't lie. Well, your eyes don't lie either, because last week, they were closed real tight when I put your simple ass to sleep. And AJ, hey man, be honest with me. How's our old girl Wendy doing? Hey, welcome to the Clark Street Wrestling Podcast, and I am one of your co-hosts, Devin, and co-founder as well of the Clark Street Wrestling Podcast. And already, this is a different intro. You're not like, hold on, where's Safiz? You know, this is a little bit awkward and different. Well, maybe not awkward, but definitely different. So unfortunately, Hafiz couldn't make it to the epic crossover episode. We had some scheduling conflicts, you know, and you know what? Life happens. So I was able to fill in for both of us, represent both guys at the Clark Street Wrestling Podcast. And you know what? We had a blast. We had fun. And I can't wait to do this again in full force, you know, most definitely. So I present you with the most epic crossover from the guys at Top Rope Wrestling Talk at Bruce, Dom, Evan, and Grandma Wendy. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome back to a very special edition of Top Rope Wrestling Talk. I am happily joined by the horsemen of the pandemic, which you already know, but we're going to introduce them anyway because that's kind of what we do. Um, starting first with the first lady of Top Wrestling, Top Rope Wrestling, the resident grandma, Latina Heat, our homegirl, Wendy. Oh, Jose. <laughs> wow. And of course, the man who oozes creative machismo, the man that's so good, he's goddamn evil. The man who went out and got himself a headset just so we could hear better, evil yes. Evan. All right. Thanks for joining us, guys. <laughs> and... We, we really can't, we barely can do an episode of Top Rope without this man. He is the founder of Top Rope Wrestling Talk. He is the man, the myth, the legend. MJF wishes he was as fly as this fool. Bruce. <laughs> and yes, he knows I it. Am. <laughs> See? And you. And of and course. You. And you. And of course. Thanks to this special episode, this crossover episode, we have in the building one half of the Clark Street Wrestling Podcast, the one and only Devin the Dude. Yo, yo, yo. What's up? What's up, Facebook? What's going on? Shout out to my boy, my co-host, Afiz. He's sorry he couldn't be here, but I'm yeah. going to be representing both, uh, both of us for Clark Street Wrestling Podcast. We'll get you on one of these days of peace. We love you. Oh, yeah, show. for sure, man. So, get the <laughs> <pledge>. <laughs> it's such it is so good to have Devin here. We're so excited. We've been excited for like all day. We're like, is it time yet? Is it yes. time yet? Is it time? It's time now. Yeah, oh my god. Yes. I'm excited yeah. very and before we get go, shout out to Scorsese 2 and Dream Team for not only the official music of Top Rope, Kill Stokely, but 
tomorrow, Juneteenth, he's got a whole bunch of new stuff coming out. Just search for Griffin Scorsese yeah. on like Bandcamp and Apple Music. There's going to be oh. new stuff. There's going to be remixes. So There's going to be a lot of music on oh, sale. Man. Check them out. Buy his stuff. Great music. The poor. Wonderful music. If you've heard it, if you've seen our show, you've heard plenty of it by now. Go cop it. Now, <laughs> that plug's out of the way. <laughs> Let's actually get into some wrestling, shall we? Oh, yes. Let's do, do it. This. <laughs> and, and I guess we should pick up where we left off after our, uh, our preview show over the weekend, and, and that's Backlash. But... We do pre we do recaps a little differently. We do them the only way we know how, which is of course the good, the bad, and the ugly. Okay. <laughs> now, um, why don't we start off with our special guest, Devin? If you were to pick, like, sure, why not your good from WWE Backlash last Sunday? What would it be? If I was to pick my good, it would most definitely be Randy Orton and uh, Edge for in the greatest wrestling match ever. You know, your point of view, I guess, with quotation marks. Uh, but it exceeded my expectations because I guess everybody had low expectations. And so since it exceeded my expectations, I give that the good, man. And now, you know, honorable mention to, to uh, Bobby Lashley, of course, with uh, Drew. I like to call him Epic McIntyre. Yes, that was my good right there, Drew and Bobby. Outside of Lana, which I already knew was going to happen, but outside yeah. of that, that was a great match. Oh, my God, they put on a show. I love when you get those two big muscle-bound heavyweights that can move, and, and, yes. and they're both great workers, and they just ball out. Like, I love that. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, Edge versus Orton was good. I, I was almost waiting for you to say psych. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> <laughs> no, man. That's, that's just like me. A, I come with that different – you know, point of view against the grain, if so to speak. Uh oh, he's gonna take over Evan Evil Evans' title for curveballs, man. The curveballs. <laughs> <Here you> go. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's go to the the mm. first lady of top rope. What do you what do you, what was your good from all? Do you have anything else? Agree with one of us? What you got? I oh uh, pre-show. Um, that was definitely definitely good oh. match. An injustice that they put it on the pre-show, but that was a damn good match. Good Apollo match. versus Andrade. Yeah, mm-hmm. that was a great match. Uh, I, I really, I barely caught it because I tuned in to the kickoff just as they were as they were starting that match, and I was like, "Wait, they moved this? What?" Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I caught it during the highlights. Totally missed right? it. Yeah, I, I almost missed it all together, but I was glad to get in like just as they were kicking off, and then once the match was over and they went back to people talking, I was like, "Okay, I'm going. I'll see you, but I'll see you mm-hmm. seven. <laughs> I don't think I've ever seen a bad match of Apollo. Like, he always no. puts on an amazing no. Especially match. lately. Yeah. Lately, yeah. he's been showing out, like, during this yeah. whole empty empty arena, you know, trainees oh, in the yeah. crowd era Absolutely. the last few months. He's just been showing out week after week after mm-hmm. week. Mm-hmm. So it's nice Definitely. to see that even on Raw, they let him keep his title. I was afraid with Paul Heyman out, and that was one of his guys, that they might just go back and bury in his ass. But they haven't, yeah. at least not yet. No way. And I'm happy for him. Yeah. Um, yeah. Evil Evan, do you have a another good from Backlash? Uh, I'm gonna go with that 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 curveball and that uh, alongside the uh, overall Drew McIntyre, Epic Drew, and, and Bobby Lashley. That was an amazing match. But my favorite aspect, my the part that I was enjoying the most was MVP uh, on the outside. The fact that he's you know they're letting that managerial role shine. 
and he just brings an intensity yeah, yeah. when he's out there talking about you know it's been 13 years since we've seen last like and i brought him to that point I'm like dude you're right you did bring it to him and like I want to see him, uh, the, the rumors of that stable that he's going to build, that he's going to uh, bring in more talent. I yeah. would love to see that because um, as, as talented as the guy is in the ring, you know, I prefer him outside. I little snazzy little suits he's wearing. Um, that's what I like. I like that aspect. Yeah. The whole line apart. Uh, no, if you saw <laughs> if you saw Raw, he's already trying to recruit Apollo, which I'm yeah. like, yeah. yes, possibly Apollo. Yeah. I like that. I thought what he did too when he got that did like a heel heelish win. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. That United States title. Like yeah, I like that sneak. Yeah. and he was like, "Yeah, I caught you lacking." I didn't know if that was. A, <laughs> I didn't know if that was like an MVP kind of thing, like he was showing him, or he was just giving Shelton Benjamin a taste of his own medicine at that point. Like, oh, you want to try to sneak on me? Mm-mm. <laughs> <laughs> Either way, I liked it. I really liked yeah. it. I hope they are building. Definitely yeah. needed. Because I think, believe, believe it or not, I think we said a few episodes back that I think Brucey brought it up that they should start like some sort of maybe not nation of domination, but that type of faction with like MVP. And Lashley bringing guys like Apollo and Shelton and that kind yeah. of stuff. Because it, it also said the uh, the uh, what is it uh, AOP? Didn't we say put AOP in that group? I'm, we mm. did we did say mm. that, but it's no, like, we I'm, said uh, we said put AOP with Heyman. With Heyman. Oh yes, yes, yes. That's what it was. That's what it was. I see. I see the street. I see him getting the street profits as well. Like that. Put, that the, street, cool. put the street profits with Shelton Benjamin, Lashley. And Apollo with MVP as their mouthpiece, mm-hmm. it's yeah. going to be the new NWO of WWE. Yep. yep. Damn near. Yeah. No, and I love, shit. I love that Evan had to throw a curveball just to keep his position. Like, you ain't getting rid of me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> now, let's uh, – uh, I guess we saved the best for last. Hi, class. What's your good from back so, um, I, I, my, my good is I, I agree with you that the the – Lashley and McIntyre match was amazing. I think because I watched the pay per view after you guys did, and I remember putting it in the in the group message that that was probably one of the best matches I've ever seen with big men in a long, long, yeah. long time. Facts. <laughs> like, did it have no a couple? Lie. They had the couple spots in the beginning of the match, but after that, it was like lights out, move after move, move. Yeah. It was it, it really was amazing to see two big men go like that. Yeah. It was really high and, intensity. And I gotta Devin, I gotta agree with you on the okay match with Edge and Orton. It actually <laughs> was <laughs> it, it, I'm not gonna call it what it was called because it, it wasn't. It wasn't it the was. greatest wrestling. I say it was it, storytelling was, point, was though, great. The way great they, storytelling. The way they pushed it as the greatest wrestling match ever, they were just setting yeah. these two up to fail. Because yeah, no were. matter what oh, yeah. they did, you're gonna be like, "Oh, it was good, but greatest wrestling." Nah, and, no. and, and you know, <laughs> and that's where like I'm. The other thing I'm agreeing with Devin on is like I had such low expectations going mm-hmm. into it. The only thing that I really disagreed with was them doing every legend's finish. Yeah, that yeah, was like yeah. that was point. It was like yeah. pointless. Like the only think- thing they didn't do was a stunner. I think Edge. Yeah. I think yeah. Edge actually tore a tricep pulling a finisher that wasn't his. Yeah, yeah. I think so. Yeah. It was like, was that worth it? Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, Wendy did touch on my bad though, not the match itself, but the fact that they just moved the U.S. title match to the kickoff because there were some other matches that honestly you could have put on kickoff, and I wouldn't have minded the way they worked out, like like Oscar and Nia. 
Yeah, to be honest, that could have gone on kickoff instead. You could have moved as that to kickoff if it's just going to be a double as, count out. As much as I'm an advocate for women's wrestling, the way they played that one out, that should have gone on, on pre-show. Yeah. Yeah, and Apollo and Andrade had been going back and forth. They had built up like a whole big feud and, and kind of history over the last few months. And then you're like, nah, kick off. Really? That was I, bad. Well, I you saw it. the aftermath of Paul Heyman getting, you know, let go from creative. So that was his guys. His guys was actually yeah. on the card. Out with so the Paul, you, so when out you with took the Paul off, guys, out with yeah. the Paul guys and in with the ninjas. All right, mm-hmm. we're moving on now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, Bruce. Did you see? Did you see a comment or something? I saw you holding. I, it. I was I was gonna, but I'm gonna. You gonna hold it? Oh, now? No, no, no. Look, actually, ooh, ooh, never mind. actually, yeah. <laughs> so it's class. Jose it's class. He knew is watching, mm-hmm. and he was no, talking about the. <laughs> we're talking about the uh, greatest wrestling match ever. Not really. Uh, he said it wasn't great at all, and essentially they buried Edge. Was his opinion. Hmm. Buried? Uh, I don't I know. A little strong. Yeah. I say, I say they, they built up Edge to be to come back for his big sympathetic win. When his tricep heals in six months or whatever it is, and he comes back and he gets his big epic win, no one will be mentioning that word buried ever again with Edge. So I wouldn't say he was buried. Yeah, he's get, he'll get his comeuppance on Chapter 3. Chapter exactly. 3, he'll get yeah. his win, and we'll get yeah. uh, you know the finish to this you know story rapper. It's also hard to say that was the greatest wrestling match when they actually had to put it together and edit it and do all this shit, shoot it for 12 hours. That's not really a wrestling match. I was trying to stay away from my cinema argument. I'm and, not. And, and <laughs> I'll do it for you, bro. I got you. What, what, about, what about those crazy camera views when they were locked up in the beginning of the match and then we never saw them again? When they yeah. were like that was kind of disappointing. That was little, was like, hold on. So those were the new camera angles? Yeah, yeah. Two, is that what they're talking about? I know a cameraman in the ring too. I know it's not mm. our show, but I listened to you know Clark Street's wrap up after this pay per view, and I love Devin saying like, "If you played 2K, you heard that crowd noise before." Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was straight up WWE 2K music. Because yeah, I agree with that. Right uh, they percent. threw me off. I was like, "What the fuck? Hold on." Did I turn on 2K by accident? They got got that echo and cranked it up because this was like (laughs) reverberating. This is awesome. Like three people in the car sounded like thousands. That was was bad. There's only one wrestler who who honestly would need that in the PC arena, and that would be John Cena because he likes to call out his moves. All right, yeah. so if you want to use that for John City, be my guest. Right. All right, because that makes sense. Because he, he calls out call his out. five moves. <laughs> five moves to do. <laughs> but not for this, man. It didn't not need this, no. though. They, they did not need it. But it was so right. accurate Howard Finkel was cool, it. but after that, it was yeah. like, okay. That, no, I loved hearing. overproduction, bro. I loved hearing mm. the Fink. I always do. Mm. But, yeah, when I heard that on, on Clark Street Wrestling Podcast, I was like, oh, my God, you're right. It was a 2K. Yep. Like, <laughs> 2K19, not 20. No, 20 no, no, 20. Uh, yeah. All we needed was, like, the little Gucci mm. people in the crowd that that was a sign of Gucci. Right? I think what happened was, like, they bit off a little bit too much because if they made, like, the whatever, the 20 people in attendance, if they made them sound like 100, it wouldn't have sounded so bad. But they like went way too far and wanted like the whole like nine hundred ninety thousand people <laughs> stadium sound, and it was like 
too obvious. Yeah, somebody brought up the it. fact <laughs> that that crowd noise was supposed to be from like Madison Square Garden. I said, bullshit, that's from Xbox. I know it. I can put it on right now. <laughs> if I threw my Xbox and my surround sound on, we'd have that same crowd it's noise same right now on the show. <laughs> I love surprised. that. I love that there was the, the, the audience chance of this is awesome. And the audience is like, <laughs> like, um, you guys catch up here. Come on. I'm just there's surprised they didn't win. There's, a, there's uh, even a part when uh, when Samoa Joe was talking or yeah. commentating, but his on, you see on the camera and mm-hmm. he's not even talking, just looking at his tablet. Yeah, it was like the best venture. That. <laughs> yeah, that that whole that part was bad too. Like the extra it was a noise hot ass and, and the kung fu movie put together, you yeah, know, dub that was stuff. Really bad right there. That was my ugly bag. Okay. Put them together, squash them, them smack them together. Them yeah, my yeah, bad was definitely were... moving the Paul guys squash and mix them to up. kick off because they deserve better than that. And some okay. of the other matches, like between not with Nia and Oscar, double count out. It's like you could have done that on pre-show. Like yeah, that was you my know, Sheamus and Jeff Hardy. I thought like, yeah, that could have been pre-show. It was on one of the pay-per-views. I don't. <laughs> made money in the bank. I can't remember. They do so many damn shows. <laughs> But I think it was, and then you know the 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 noise that was that was pretty bad. But let's uh let's let let's see if Devin's got something else. What was your your bad from Backlash? Oh well, just to echo your thoughts on you know Nia and Oscar, that was my bad. I hated that that yeah me too yeah. and count out. I'm like really mm-hmm. for the women's Raw championship. That's what you're gonna do a double count out, and it was crazy too. I said it on my review. Like I, I had a, I had, I sensed something. I had a feeling that it was gonna cop out somehow. Like we wasn't gonna get a finish, you know. Mm-hmm. I, I would have been cool with using the most OP move in wrestling history, which is the roll up. I would have been fine with that. But you right. did it the next day on, you know, Monday Night Raw. I'm like, yeah. I couldn't get, I couldn't get that on Sunday. Nope. Or even do like the whole, you know, big person thing. Like when someone's fighting Nia or the Big Show or something, you hit them with a quick move while the ref is counting. You jump back in the ring. The ref says ten rings the bell and you win. Yes. Okay, I'm cool with that, but double count out? Really? It was so cheap. It was really cheap. And they're like, oh, don't worry. We're doing it again on Monday. <laughs> yeah, right? Like, Oscar was lucky to get through that match without getting injured. Can oh I be real God. for a minute? Yeah. <laughs> be real, bro. Can be we real, stop real, putting bro. her in with Nia, please? <laughs> Can we just stop putting Nia in with anybody? Yes. That uh, that Damn. petition no, I can get on see. board with. I want to see what they were starting to do at that Royal Rumble before she got hurt. And that's Nia versus men. Because they're a little sturdier. Maybe they won't yeah. get hurt. I don't, I, don't <laughs> I don't see them going that road. And Bro, even if they do, I, put her in with hurt, people you don't did like. Did she hurt our truth though, for Royal Rumble? Yeah. I thought, yeah, and, Royal, yeah. and then our yeah, truth was pissed off backstage. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then Randy Orton eliminated her, and there was supposed to be some feud there that she got hurt, so it never happened. I think Thank maybe God. if they went in that direction, like maybe people wouldn't get hurt because they're not as little. <laughs> just saying, she's a big woman. That's all. <laughs> I just wish that she was she was just a safer worker, man, because yep. I like her character. Yeah. She's an annoying yeah. ass heel. She has that annoying cadence, like whatever. Like I hate yeah. that shit, but you know I she's like got that valley girl time. voice. Exactly, man. It's annoying as hell. It's so you know, you're like, you know, I'm going to take your title, right? I'm like, oh, God, just, just shut the hell up. I am so going to break <laughs> yeah, your yeah. face. Uh, <laughs> uh. <laughs> to quote JR, that's a whole lot of women. Yes. <laughs> and there's nothing wrong with that, but yes. Yeah. <laughs> I, they got to send her back to uh, NXT and, like, 
rework or throw some like more seasoning in there and and let her work with uh Raquel Gonzalez or maybe like a oh, real yeah. Ripley, another uh, bigger girl to yeah. like, like a big girl, yeah, counteract yeah. it or something. But she needs to I work on their timing or something. I, I think they should just take her off TV and just for a period of time so that she can actually work on being a safer worker and yeah. improving her in-ring skills a little bit more. And then when she reaches that point where she can safely throw somebody, okay, let's have a grand comeback for yeah. her. Right. Like, she's related to the fucking rock. How is she so dangerous in the ring? Okay, not everybody <laughs> in that family can wrestle, if you've noticed. I'm not going to name names, but we all know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> not everybody in that family can wrestle. Just saying. In fact, I will bet you Rock do- Rock's daughter is probably a better worker now than Nia is today. <laughs> oh, I'm sure. I'll take that. Yeah. Uh, oh. <laughs> Like I'll yeah. put my money on that in, on, in Vegas right now. I'm cashing out. <laughs> <laughs> Cha-ching! All right. Um, that high class. What the hell? Did you have another bad from Backlash? Holy shit! Where do you want me to start? <laughs> well, remember, you gotta save one for the ugly, unless you want to get them both in at once. Oh no! I, no! 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 I got. I, He's like, oh, I got that covered. I, I got the ugly covered. I've got no the worries. bad covered. I've got like I've got ugly until easy next to cover week it with this, this yeah. pay per view. <laughs> Um. Wow. Bad. Here comes the lexicon. <laughs> no, uh, I'm gonna say Oscar. Obviously, just like everybody else, that was that was bad. That was fair enough, dude. I I, I can't I can't even talk about it because I think we beat that horse. I think yeah, we'll talk that. about it, Bruce. Maybe you feel better. I'm here for you. All right. Yeah, mm-hmm. let's you, talk you're about, on the couch. Let's go Lay through. down on the couch, right. and we'll give you some <laughs> Kyle O'Reilly yeah. therapy. Exactly. Exactly. We're gonna get through this. This is man. a safe space here, high class. You can talk about whatever you want. <laughs> I'm just. I'm so sick of how they're doing, Oscar. Me too. Yeah. Me too. Well, I it's like Oscar. Jose said. Jose just said Oscar was a Paul project, so of course they're gonna mm-hmm. keep dicking her. And not in a fun way. Unfortunately, no. Right. I'm trying not to spit out my water when she said that. I was like, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> You're lucky you didn't see water shoot out my nose. Right. <laughs> no, okay, so been a lot more entertaining than the finish to that Nia Jax match. Let me tell you that much. Oh, no doubt. I'm putting money on that in Vegas, too. I'm going home rich. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. and, and I think Wendy agreed with the whole Oscar Nye uh, thing as the bad, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, so we I think we got that all we got that all out the way. Now it's time to move on to uh, the uglies. And uh, oh. should I start with the first lady of Top Rope? Yeah, Why sure. Did, yeah. I'm gonna. I'm gonna <laughs> here comes that Latina heat. You know what, man? <laughs> Let me down my jug here. She's t- she's going to talk about Lana's dressing. <laughs> no surprise surprise i actually like that shiny thought outfit that was cute i like the shiny Hot outfit <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna give it up to the the what is it the street raiders what oh the viking the prophets viking prophets yes what the what in the ever loving talk was that <laughs> i uh, <laughs> Ninjas, dream yeah, sequences, what? Yes. Mo- monsters, Dude. maybe Thor-like powers. <laughs> yeah, calling for calling for Mew Mew and a turkey leg. To I think I think the best description the best description came from Jose when he sent to me, and he was like, 
what is this art school dropout weeaboo wet dream bullshit? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I, I can't, I can't even. I, I really can't. Look at, look at what it's doing to my hair. I can't even. I just can't. It, it was it was like some high school kid got together with his friends with the camera from like visual arts class and exactly. filmed an action movie is what it looked like. It really was. It, it was. You it know, was... We, should, we should put ninjas in it. Like, oh, man. This, oh, and the ninjas oh, oh, should be cool. on bikes. Cool. And the leader of the ninjas should be Tozawa. Right? Because he's like one of the only Japanese guys we got nothing to do with. So... You're the yeah, new it just leader. keeps getting worse from here. Oh, yeah. If I can, if I can jump ahead, if I can jump ahead, when the ninja showed up again and the big show came out and confronted the big ninja, I, at that point, I was I was almost certain Shaq was under that mask. I really oh, was. man. Hey, I thought I was the only one. I thought that was Shaq nah, under the mask I would, at first. I was yeah, like, legitimate. I'm like, huh. I was like, that's, that's like Shaq. Shaq. I know it. Why would the Big Show come back? Yep. Right? Yep. Like, he ain't been there in a minute. Why would the Big yeah. Show come back unless Shaq's under that mask? And they then I found out they, later it was Jordan, I was, and I can't say his last name, but it's a trainee from NXT. I was dead-ass like, more oh. surprised that it was not Shaq. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I was, yes. I'm right They've there been, with you. That by the way, this was my ugly as well. Oh, my, yeah. And it's my ugly... It's my ugly because WWE literally gives less than half a fuck <laughs> about tag team wrestling. They just don't. And well, it's sad. Well, on the male side. If you think side. back on it, it, well, on the male side, yes. Because if you think yeah. back on it, some of the best matches at any pay-per-view, from WrestleMania all the way down to the littlest, we're just phoning this one in pay-per-view, have been tag matches. You know, ladder match with the Hardys and the and, and Edge and Christian, the TLC triple threat, Dudley's, Hardys, Edge and Christian. You know, all these matches, all, 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 all the stuff with the New Day and the Usos where they tore the house down. And now all of a sudden you don't give two fucks about male tag team wrestling anymore. And you proved it by taking a tag team title match that you built up with all these goofy little segments that nobody really enjoyed that much, to be honest, and turned it into this god-awful eighth grade art school project no that was ugly as fuck <laughs> i can't keep talking about it because i'm gonna get mad <laughs> all right all right correct correct me if i'm wrong but did not the referee uh jessica Carr, I believe her name is come up and say what are you guys doing your match is next mm-hmm. and then she's yeah. like you're cute but you not so much but there yeah. was never a that made no sense. match yeah, I was waiting for them to wash up and like come out in fresh gear for an actual squash match of some kind or something. I mean, no sense. I, I, I didn't get it. Can we talk you know, about the turkey leg? We just the Mew Mew thing. The trash can monster. Like, it's like, like Star Wars. I'm, I'm like, sorry, Ivar. That? Ivar, can I holler at you for a minute? Who died and made you as Guardian? What happened there? <laughs> Mew Mew! Um. <laughs> I mean, it's a good thing to have. If if I could like, if I could like, put my hand out and a turk and a chicken leg showed up or some wings, I'd be like, "Thank you." But but (laughs) that's at home. That's not during a pay per view on WWE Network. You know, (laughs) fight a cantana. But we were supposed to get a we were supposed to get a match. Ended up being just one crazy ass brawl, bro. Right. Yeah. And not to mention, as far as I remember, like the Prophets have never beat the Raiders. And they could have really had that big breakthrough moment at the show. That's what we needed. It made it memorable. But instead we had That's, this. That's what I, I wanted. You win. Yeah, I want to be we here. 
the celebration. Right. And the we're right and here with that. Let him win. Let him get the, yes. let him get over the let hump. Let over. this pay per view mean something because obviously the way they got it set up, backlash is just like, man, we're doing it because we can. You know. <laughs> think but of, can think I be of, real though? Let me be real, real quick. No, All go right. ahead, Deb. So. You know what? That match, even though it was the ugly, the tag team match or tag team brawl, whatever, it was, even though it was ugly, I was also entertained by it. All right. You know, yeah, the tag team division is a joke. And you know what? Sometimes jokes make me laugh. All right. Oh, yeah. I definitely <laughs> laughed so, a few times. Right, right. I laughed a few times, but I'm like, okay, clearly I took it as they do not care about the tag team division nope. on the men's side. Mm-mm. Yeah. If it was just a segment on Raw, you know, like there wasn't a match. It was just they were in the back and, and all this stuff broke out. Yeah. I would have probably laughed and thought it was a good segment, but it was a tag team title match that ended up like this. And so while I was laughing at the same time, I'm like, wait, we're not, this is it. This is all we got. There's yeah. no actual title match. We're just, so we already like, had, had this. led into a match that maybe yeah. I would Like we already had the double that. count out with the Raw Women's Championship. Yeah. Now we got this with the tag team titles. And you're like, why did you let go of Paul Heyman again? Cause Man. I don't see it. Like this is this is the big way to kick off the brother love era, and and I'm not feeling it already. <laughs> and no ninjas. My, my co-host Safiz actually called the Vikings Raiders stupid for you know not just giving up their chance for having a tag team championship mm-hmm. opportunity. Like you continue brawling. You could you just could just like hold. They just take you to the ring. Yeah. Oh right, we got our match next. We're going to the ring. Right. No, I agree with that. You know, but but you know, I think uh, if you've watched these segments with the the anything you can do, I can do better. You notice the Raiders don't have a whole lot in terms of brains. So, <laughs> like the Vikings, they're they're big, they're tough, they can throw an axe, they can eat a turkey leg, but they don't do a whole lot of thinking. Is all <laughs> is that is that how Vince McMahon sees them? Then is, is it basically guess. up to him. You know, Matt Riddle, bro. They both just made a good point. Jose said creative is getting heavy on the on the Asian Mickey Rooney comedy because they think it's okay. And Felipe just said, I can't believe that WWE changed the Vikings from an awesome tag into a comedy act. They were the war effing machine. They're doing the Mm, same. They're doing the same thing with the street profits because I know the profits in the back. They they had their little jokes and they did their little dances. But when they got in the ring. They were amazing, and now yeah. they're just straight up joke. Related to doing news uh, skits or yeah, behind the scenes, selling merch, emceeing the the raw show sometimes. So it's like, yeah, man, they, yep. you know, they got them doing a variety of things, but wrestling, everything but wrestling. But wrestling. Yeah, yeah. But wrestling. Yeah, we want to bring these wrestlers up so they can do everything but wrestle. Honestly, okay. like, like I don't mean this in a disrespectful way, and. And in no means, but they're. Tr- I think they're trying to turn them into the next crime time. Honestly, uh, honestly, because you know crime, crime time right. came out. They were a badass tag team, and as they went on, and the time went on, they became more of a comedy, comedy, comedy. Oh yeah. I wouldn't say that's disrespectful. If anything, that's too soon. Because like, damn, I miss you, Shad. Yeah. <laughs> God damn it. I need a minute. But, you know <laughs> but it's not like I can't put that idea past me, man, because of Vince McMahon. He might see them as, like, oh, yeah, I see you as crime cool. time. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's good oh, shit. You're the next crime time. It'll be an attraction. Mm. But you know what? You know what? All things considered, though, deadass, I would rather be a fucking clown on TV than contracted to stay at home and do nothing. Yeah. True. I'd mm. rather be Street Profits than EC3. Sorry, True. Yeah, that's facts. Good True point. facts. Because at least I'm on. TV. Disagree with I that one. On your Although I think Bork, 
I think Bork might disagree. He'd be like, I'll stay at home on contract. I'm cool. <laughs> Can I bring a title home with me? Oh, of course. Here you go, Okay, thanks. Bye, Vinny. Like, he'd be cool with it, but I wouldn't be. Fuck but that. If, Put I'm me not, on TV. If, if I'm not at the level of superstardom as Bork, then that's my truth. I'd rather be the clown on the telly than uh, on my couch. Oh, I love she when I bring telly. on the telly. telly. I just love that she says Bork. <laughs> <is> like, <laughs> I brought that up forever ago. People, people actually throw it back at me. And I'm like, thank you. you like funny. <laughs> I will never call him anything but. Okay, does anybody else have another ugly or are we all? Hey, that's the general I, consensus tag team yeah. division. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they need to do something about that. It's falling they apart, really y'all. Do. Yeah, and they got some good teams, but it's still falling apart. <laughs> it's it's like fuck. It sucks. Sucks. Definitely sucks. All right, so now that we've we've cleared backlash, whoo. That was, that was hard. That was, All right, that let's was get good. on to the good stuff. Let's get on to something. Uh, since obviously this is a mega-powered crossover episode, Devin has prepared a few questions for us, so I'm just going to let him kick <laughs> off the next question to, you know, whoever he – wherever he feels like going. Just, Devin, take it away. Ask us whatever you'd like. <laughs> oh, cool. Appreciate it. So, yeah, just Not pretty much open discussion for this question. But, you know, speaking of backlash, when – when they was doing the triple threat for the tag team championship for Oscar, not Oscar, but Alexa Bliss, Nikki Cross, mm. and then you had the Iconics, and then uh, who else did you have? Uh, Bailey and Sasha Banks. Yeah. It, it, and then you, and then they took those. And even though they won, they had it for NXT. They had their match against Tegan Knox and Shotzi Blackheart, which was crazy. Damn good. Style match. So. And I'm yeah. like, man, is this? WWE respond to AEW tag division instead of you instead of focusing on the men, we're going to focus on the women. Wow, you know what? You might be right because like you look at AEW's good tag point. team division and it is loaded. Yeah. They put on hella good matches, yeah. and and I guess you know maybe Vince looks at it and just thinks, man, I can't I can't do that with what I got. So instead, he tries to bring this. He tries to bring the women to the forefront. And, you know, create some good teams and put together some nice matches and say, you know, well, we got this and you don't. So we're going to push this and kind of let the males fall off because we can't keep up with you as far as male tag team. But we got we got the women's tag champs and we can do this on every show with, you know, some established teams already, maybe create some. We can go anywhere we want with it and you can't do a damn thing about it. So they've kind of cornered the market. As far as I'm, as far as I'm concerned, yeah, because because uh, you gotta remember too now a possible tag team with Lana and Natalia, which right. I never thought about that's it, but now think about it. Now think about it, it's actually kind of smart for Lana to, to call learn that, from one of the one of the best in ring performers for. They ought know, to call that tag team just Total Divas because that's where they found each other. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, I don't know, honestly. I, I really think Vince is so shallow and just so arrogant. I, I think he's the one that doesn't really pay attention to AEW. I think that's more Hunter and Sean and or Road Dogg and those guys. It's, um, it's, it's not Vince. Vince, he doesn't care what AEW is doing. He's got, he's got people to do that for him. Um, so burying the tag division, that's been, that's been a, a build – for years like you Sadly. could see you you could see that that train coming oh yeah um 
I, I don't know. As far as I still think the women's division tag division has a long ways to go. Their tag division is where AEW's women division is, as in like infancy. Oh yes, and and, yeah. and growing. Oh yeah, you know. Um, do do I think that Bruce Pritchard would take advantage of that in Triple H? Absolutely, mm-hmm. absolutely. Um, oh yeah. But they they need. We we talked about this the last couple of weeks on the show. They need more legit tag teams. They have one legit tag team, and that's the Iconics. Yeah, like. Like they're been, like a legit team. They have moves together. Oh, yeah, and we saw also, they've managed to put together a few teams between like Bliss Cross, Applesauce, who I love. And yeah. and as I said, they're growing on me. Um, Kabuki Warriors were a great team together. Like, you know, they kind of split up. It's sort of split up now since Asuka's got the women's championship. But, you know, they can get back together at any point and be, you know, one of the top tag teams in the women's division. They've got... Obviously, they got the Iconics who have really worked hard to get, like, better in the ring. Like, they did what Nia should do, which I think is cool. Um, they're, a great, they're a great team. And, and, you know, as much as I don't like them, Sasha and Bailey make a good team, too. They, like, they make that do. good dickhead <laughs> heel team in the women's division. I don't yeah. like them, but, but they, they do fit well together and they do work well together. So... It, that's pretty cool. They've got like a nice foundation. They can start work. building because it's hard. Yeah, but it's harder to find like women's tag teams in wrestling in general. You know, you kind of have to put them together yeah. because they're not just yeah. out there. You know, like you, you know, it's not like there's you know FTR and all this in the indies. You can drag them somewhere else. There's a lot of singles competitors as far as women go, and they don't really come into NXT and become a team unless they're you know both like shit heels like like dakota kai and raquel gonzalez like they'd be good in the women's tag division but there's backstory like like you yeah but you have but they built that backstory is what i'm saying like you have to manufacture these women these female tag teams because they're not they don't as easily as accessible sorry you don't think they, well, what about Alexa Bliss and Nikki Krause? You don't think they had a good backstory how they came no they're they're an except that's one of the that's what i'm talking about is and and Dom, you hate it just as much as I do of them just taking two people and putting them together. I do no most of the time with no backstory. Like like I do most of the time. There's some of them I like because you can't tell me you don't like Brizango and those two were slapped the fuck together. I'm, I'm, ta- I'm talking. <laughs> those about two were straight slapped together with a dartboard. Like oh, we'll just Tyler Breeze and uh, mm, Dango. There we go. More oh, good shit. <laughs> I was. I'm I'm speaking more on the women's. Oh, not really? not so much about. That's, that's what they okay get the- with it. That's where, that's where NXT gets the, the benefit, that it is still a developmental territory. NXT is still their, their training ground, their chance to grow and get their feet wet. That's where we're smashing two people together, and let's see if they work. And if they don't, yeah. you try something else. And when we finally get them on Raw, when we finally get them in the title hunt, they've had a chance to grow together in NXT, and we've seen them grow, and yeah. they've built a backstory of, of, on their own. I mean, they just put we've together... seen WWE for a long time with the Mae Young Classic. Uh, they've hoarded. They've been hoarding all kinds of women. Yeah. And they let's not let's not pretend that they didn't put Ronda in the in the spotlight and have her pretty much dominate. And they didn't put Shayna in the spotlight, and she dominated. And for a long time, women were just left in the ether, flying around with no real direction. Because Shayna was on top and Ronda was right. on top. And now that we actually have an opportunity to get women in the mix into the title picture on Raw and on SmackDown and in this new tag division, 
the possibilities are endless. We see how Mercedes Martinez with the promo. Oh, she finally yeah. gonna be back on TV again. You can right pair her up with someone. There's so many <laughs> right, women man. they got. No, but that's I mean, we, we we're seeing a lot so of women's tag teams. Something. We're seeing a lot of women's tag teams getting put together on NXT. Like we have, you know, Kai and Gonzalez. We got Tegan Knotts and Shotzi. We even came up with like the world's smallest tag team of like Casey Catanzaro and 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 um oh god, what's that? Girl's Casey name? Carter. Yes, they're like so tiny. Yeah. They're so little. They should be in the <laughs> mini division. They're like four yeah. foot nothing, eighty pounds a piece, and they're a tag team. It's like, oh, you're so cute. <laughs> But they're slapping a lot of teams together in NXT because they want to move them up to that 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 main roster and have them and have these teams established before they go after, you know, the tag team titles. They're they're pushing that because they have they have it to push in the first place. And most and yeah. and I don't know they have a plethora of women. Does for their any division, man. does any yeah. other promotion have like a women's tag division right now? Impact. I can't think of it. aside from like Shimmer. Impact like had they got rid of it. Did they? Oh yeah, Shimmer does. But yeah, Impact yeah. had it for a while, but they got rid of it forever. Yeah, like forever ago. They just have men's tag teams and the knockouts title, and, and that, that goes to show the depth of the the WWE's women division that they can run three separate title divisions, <laughs> and they're stacked. We can. Yes. Is, you know what I mean? If they were to play their cards right and do the right build, Liv Morgan is a contender. They can make Dana Brooke a contender, Naomi <laughs> a contender. They made Tamina. Motherfucking Tamina was a title contender. They have so many women. Tamina. Where did that go? Yeah, did anybody know what that came Tell me if Candice LeRae popped up on Friday night and challenged Bailey, like, no one would bat an eye. We would be like, dude, there it is. It's a title. No, I'd be like, they have women that they could just throw. But why they're not using them all, I don't know. But if it takes smashing them together in these makeshift tag teams, then like you said, like when you brought up, don't they want to be on TV? I'd rather be a tag team on TV than nothing. Amen to that. Yeah, look, it looks like they're going to be u- using Lana for a tag team, possibly with yeah. Natalia. So, you know, they got a little – they had their little backstage promo now. I guess they're having, you know, both down on their luck. So, we'll see what happens with that. Yeah, that's, that's yeah, a little weird, but I'm still kind of yeah. yeah. still kind of <laughs> intrigued. I'm like, where is that going? Hmm. <laughs> it's just going to be like Felipe said, Natalia and the wrestler of the week. She's just going to yeah. cycle through all these flavors of the week. It's not going to go anywhere. True, it, it, it could be, but they do have a little bit more of a history together than like Natalia and Liv, which I liked as a team. Like, you know, young, young, young wrestler trying to find her way, solid you vet with that whole nowhere? background. You know why it's going to go nowhere? Because that's what they've been doing with all their storylines as of late. They'll start something and then they'll be like, oh, look, a squirrel. <laughs> a squirrel. Oh, when did when did WWE yeah, they'll just drop it? They'll just drop it. The when did WWE do medication for like Don't ADD? When did that happen? All of a sudden, WWE's like, "Oh, I didn't get my meds." Squirrel, plastic bag, plastic bag. Like, when did they get ADD? <laughs> when the ratings started dropping, they got started panicking. Is what happened. Yep. Mm-hmm. Well, they need to stop panicking, or that's just yeah. gonna the, keep dropping. Why do you think they got better payment? They're scrambling. They're trying to find anything to. They're 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 pulling in barely two million when they should be. They were you know threes and four millions not too long ago. It's like every mm-hmm. quarter it just keeps dropping lower and lower. It's and getting then, longer by the day though. Yeah. It, well, it yeah. probably have to do with the aesthetic look of it, man, because it's not yeah. in that big arena feel. So yeah, it, it, it kind of coincides with the with in the part, numbers yeah. for like NXT now and 
But no, that was uh Yeah, in AEW, man, it's just the presentation, that small presentation. Yeah. It's not like eye catching anymore. You see the fans in there, all that, you know, you know, plays a big part too. Definitely. I don't I I I don't know why I get more into AEW shows right now than I can with WWE. Even they, they both have their they're both doing the same thing, like I don't know. I, you know what I, it is? It's because it's because Dave Place or, or whatever the venue's called. It's a sexy venue. It's yeah. outdoors. There's the palm trees. We just saw recently that. Right. Uh, Sometimes you got the sunset. The I'm gonna break it. <laughs> I'm gonna break it down for you. No, let me break it. I know, but let me let me break it down to you real quick. I'm gonna tell you why. Even before the stuff you were, even before the pandemic, you were probably more pulled to AEW, and there's a reason. WWE is like your wife of however many years like y'all have some time in like prison sentence time with your wife okay so you're just sitting there with the same woman doing the same thing and you're like man this is boring and then aw shows up and aw is like the new girl on the block and she's hot and she's always out like like miss parker and friday like gardening or daisy dukes and she's all sweaty and you're staring at that at that new girl like wow I, I got to watch this. Mm-hmm. I got to think about it. I got to fantasize. What could happen next? Is she going to like maybe dress in the window? Or is she going to come out in like suntan and bikini? <laughs> like this and that. So you're intrigued because this it's the awesome. new girl. But at the same time, yeah, at yeah. the end of the night, you you may you are going to go home with your wife mo- pretty much all the time. And you may even sit there and fantasize about the new girl while you're with your wife. But it's on your mind. And it's new. And it's exciting. And you're just like, oh, I got to see this. I got to see this. That's AEW. It is, and and they do a damn good job pulling off shows and putting together things and giving you stuff that you used to like, like long-term bills to a pay-per-view. I wasn't used to that anymore. Once it started happening, I was like, I remember this feeling. Hold on, back up back up for a second. So you just compared liking AEW to almost committing adultery? adultery. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> yes, I did. <laughs> <laughs> like I got two rings. I got my I got my wedding band, and then I got my thirty five years with WWE, and I love them, and I'll always watch them. But at the same time, when AEW comes on, I'm like, mm, I got to see this. It's that new girl, man. <laughs> you watch the new girl, you like the new girl, but at the same time, you're still with your wife. You're like, nah, I can't. I, I've been loyal this long. I ain't gonna mess it up now. You know, it's oh, like I- W. It was like if I stop watching, WWE is gonna take half my shit. Nope, nope, not letting it happen. Not going on. I'm staying right here. Put on Raw. I'm in. <laughs> I agree, man. Like you know, AEW, they do have like a sexy presentation. They you look at if you look at it, like you said, the aesthetics of the view. You got the sunset in the background. You're outside. You know, all that plays a part. And the and you know, even though you're using AEW wrestlers, they actually want to be there, and they're yes. not telling them what to do. Like you chant and you say, "Everybody boo this person," so it doesn't feel <laughs> right. fabricated, bro. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So right. I think that's they why they got a little crowd these days now. They way off like, in the yeah. distance. Yes. yes, yes, they have fans too. They got little and patches of fans spread out too, man. So I think all that plays a good part. Like why it's looking real sexy right now. Yeah, that's another reason I watch it. It's like, uh, I remember one night we were in like a discussion thread in the Facebook group and Bruce was like, there are people in the crowd. And I said, get the hell out of here. What? He said, yeah, look in the back. There are people in the crowd. You can hear them chanting. And when I saw him, I was like, oh, (laughs) you know, like it just gave me hope. (laughs) All right, bless their heart. (laughs) Damn it, AEW, if you aren't doing God's work. (laughs) They just disagreed with your analogy. He said, I'm not loyal to garbage. (sighs) Ouch. All of a sudden, mm-hmm. AEW is garbage. No, no, no. That, no, no, no. That's not what no, he's no, talking about. Oh, WWE. No, that's not what he's talking about either. 
he's disagreeing with your uh, analogy saying he's not loyal to garbage so he's that wwe being the old wife analogy no not quite no. and also he said can we give props to Britt baker yes we can yes oh, hell hell yeah. Yeah. we're, we're gonna hell get to yeah. that later in we're the show to that. we'll circle back to Britt. <laughs> circle back but I, I i do like that question though Devin, because like i'd never even thought about it and then as soon as you asked it i was like <laughs> yeah. So I gotta give it to him. That's pretty good. You, you're good. You. Yeah. All right. Um. Now we 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 talked about some women. We've talked we we talked a little bit about AEW. The next thing I like to get into because because both of them were pretty damn good in my eyes. Were the AEW debuts on Dynamite last night. The debuts. The debuts. Yes. <laughs> not only you know. It, not only do we get you know. I guess absolute or 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 stroke daddy Ricky Starks. We got we got Abaddon out of the blue. Oh God! And, and nice. oh my she God. Out of the blue. She, was she scared the, the shit out of my wife. By the way, I was like, "Babe, look at this." I was she like, scared the shit out around. of me. She was like, oh my God! <laughs> she was like, she was like, "Is that special effects?" I was like, "No." That's her. That's her. AEW just hired a goddamn zombie. <laughs> like, that's the devil. Total fear boner. Total. I was about to ask, which one did you think made the better debut? Because I know Abaddon was like visually, you were like, wow. And then Ricky had that match with, with Cody for the TNT title and, and – Man, that might have been the match of the night. Like, like I was... said, like I said in the thread, <laughs> we gave Cody a good old Creole ass whooping. He really did. That was I... magnificent. Great match. Yeah. Dude. My favorite okay. spot is when he took Cody and kind of just bounced his ribs off that middle rope. Yes. And the way Cody Agreed. sold that, I was like, oh my God, I feel that too in my ribs, man. Yeah. Beautiful yep. spot right there. Amen. Yeah, that was that, that whole was beautiful. match was so that whole match. I was like, wow. Like every couple of minutes, I'm just like, wow. Something else had, wow. <laughs> and, and they did a good job uh, doing a presentation for for Ricky, man. Because I oh, know yeah. nothing. I know nothing about him, you know. So this yeah. was like, I'm glad AEW's doing this. Now I get to do more homework about him, see some YouTube videos on him too. Yeah, I got to tell you, I've been watching him on NWA Power, and and he looked damn good there. But I didn't realize he was capable of all this because they never really let him go crazy in NWA. It's just not what they're about. They're they're not about all the topes and the, and the top. They're more yeah. traditional. So to see him be able to kind of like spread his wings on on that kind of on that stage and, and just like show out, I was like, yeah. man, I knew this dude was good. I didn't know he was that damn good. Oh my god! <laughs> like I'm not taking anything away from Ricky Starks, but like I said it in the thread last night, Cody is a very rare breed that can put someone over the moon Absolutely. and win the match. Yep. Oh, yeah. You don't yeah. see that anymore. Mm-hmm. You just don't. It's everything's now is about me, 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 yep. and, and I'll be cool to you and then stab you in the back and get to where mm-hmm. I need to be. But Cody yeah. was fucking amazing. And he does it. He's now he's doing it week after week. He's, he's making these guys look fucking amazing. Look at what he, look what he did with jungle boy. Mm-hmm. Like, like Jungle Boy's freaking good, but Cody made him look like a damn put him superstar. Over. He put him over. Everybody's lining up to put Jungle Boy over. Have you ever noticed that? Like, Jericho did it first before the year was up, mm-hmm. and then MJF did it's it at double or nothing. They'll and do now, it. And then Cody really did it yeah. on Dynamite. Like, yeah, because he's, yeah. he's, he might be a little small, but, but damn, he's, he's, he's a good wrestler. Like, I, yeah. 
who I, I really like he impressed the hell out of me. I knew oh, yeah, I kind of yeah. knew who he I, was. I, I had seen him though. here and there, but I didn't really get to know him until AEW started up. And then I was like, I, yeah. I wouldn't say he's small. <laughs> I would say he's got like the lean muscle is what he's got. Small looks like Marco. Marco's small. Okay. No, no. <laughs> Marco's a midget. No, no, excuse you. Excuse Marco's me. a midget. Jungle no, Boy no, he's no, he's a child. Okay. My, my nine <laughs> my nine year old son he's is petite. taller than Marco right. Stunt. Okay. He's a midget. Jungle Boy. Jungle Boy is like he's got those lean muscles. He's he's a lean yeah. man. He's petite. Yeah. No, no, no. Marco's petite. Marco's a midget. All right. <laughs> he needs to boost your seat. From a five footer, he's not. He's he not. can't get on any of those roller coasters at the at the parks mm-hmm. in Florida. Uh, if I can get no, on no. them, he can get on them too. All right. You and said you were taller than height. him. We're about the same height. I stood next to him once. Yeah, That's you said you stood next to him and you were taller. Right. Maybe, it my, maybe it was my bun. Maybe it was my bun. Right. She just she likes him, so she tried to defend him. Ah, she, she wants to rock him in her arms. Exactly. Like, oh, she wants to just God. cradle him like Probably the baby could. she never uh, wants to have. Oh. He's so cute. I'll never have to change a diaper. <laughs> oh. <Yeah. laughs> no, but he got heart though, man. He, he's always getting his ass whipped so hard. Yeah. Like, as good as good as Ricky's debut was, though, to try and get back on track. Abaddon's was like that much better just because it was more of a surprise. Like I had heard yes. some stuff about Ricky debuting. Even uh, one of our viewers had had added us in a in a report saying that Ricky was coming to AEW, and I was like, I hope so. I can't wait. Like I was excited for that. But I obviously they played it off like they were you know trying to push um, Anna J, who's hot as all hell, and and she came out and you were just waiting for a, for a, for her opponent, and all of a sudden when the music hit and the and the stuff on the screen and this this thing crawls out of the back, you're like, what in the blue hell is that? <laughs> I think like I knew and then like, she I had dominated. Seen her, I had seen her when she came out on Dark, and I was just like, OMG, I'm in love. Like, She's I hadn't seen that episode, I so I had her. not seen this one. I did not know who she was. I just saw this girl yeah. come out. And yeah. like, I don't watch AEW Dark in a regular. I'm just, you know, I'm just watching WWE NXT and then the Dynamite shows. But when I saw her, like this is my first time. I'm like, who is this ghoulish like cre- yeah. <laughs> creature right here? Like, like what like, just crawled? Shit. What just slithered out of Satan's yeah. anus and came down the ramp? Like what is? She that? was walking like that person <laughs> in that in that in that Ring movie. You ever seen that yeah. Ring movie? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. She was doing yes. that. She was mimicking that whole style. I'm like, oh, that's too freaky. Yeah. Looking. It's like I Jose mean, said. Ooh. She's scared by penis hard. What that girl? <laughs> yeah. Fear boners all around. Oh, that's exactly. a real thing. That was the a real thing. Owner. Yes. 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 <laughs> no, she killed me. And, 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 and. Sure. You know where I was, where my, yeah. where I'm headed. But she, you know she killed me drooling bonus? over Anna J. No lie. I saw her come out and I was like, oh. Y'all, and then y'all, it, y'all, the bonus, Abaddon, thick, y'all. Yes. You know, uh. My sickness. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, I think uh, most yeah. of us are affi- are afflicted with that sickness, to be honest with you. <laughs> <laughs> I like my women and my milkshake stick. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> what do you guys think about Anna J now? You know, oh, still... we're getting recruited by Dark Order. Oh, no, you can't put a mask on that. a female member. I like that. Yeah, Yeah, but you can't put a mask on that. She's too pretty. I don't think she's going to do a mask. They're not going to do a mask for her. No, no, no. Give her like a darker... Gimmick. We got Stu, Stu Grayson walks around without a mask, right? Yeah. 
Yeah. It's like the only yeah, one, yeah. him and Brody. <laughs> and I think, wow. and I, I think I Anna J would be the exception. I think maybe they'll do some crazy hair with her crimp it up or something, a dye job. Nothing, but... nothing about Anna J says yeah. limp. I mean, gimp, gimp. <laughs> <laughs> that gimp crew with their weird mask looking like something from Pulp Fiction. It's like, mm, not Anna. No. <laughs> People I said the same thing about Cole Cabana, though. Like, Boom Boom is too good for the Dark Order. I'm sorry. <laughs> now, I'm, I'm digging the story. That's interesting right there. I'm, dark, dark Boom Boom? I want no that. I want that, though. Yeah. I want, like, a no. dark, evil kind of thing. Or, like, like, like a meaner, more aggressive. I like it. Boom Boom, he's, though. He's like, he's not him. dark. He's, ring. he's amazing in the he's, ring. He's but nice. He's funny. He's not dark. That's why. This hasn't been seen before is why exactly. I want to see it so bad. And the fact that I know he is that talented, I know he could pull it off. Yep. Oh, no, but that's like yeah. You see wait, the accent like, when he got that contract from Brody. He was staring yeah. at it. He was just like, it was like, like this, this for real, this legit. He <laughs> looked at it. He looked at it like Maury Povich just handed him some paternity test results. Like, wait, whoa, <laughs> what you mean? It's I'm not the father. I don't care what this says. I'm Look not that in this. That's not my nose. That's not my nose. <laughs> now, like I, I like the fact that they're adding a female member, but I, I said this like. They're starting to push NWO numbers, and, N- and NWO numbers are dangerous. Mm. That's true. That's why I would love. I would love. Here's how, here's how you get boom boom dark. You have him come in, and you have him kick out the the the, the, the Beaver Boys, the Beaver Brothers, those guys. Oh yeah, the Beaver Boys. <laughs> the Beaver Boys. Yeah. <laughs> You're talking about Stu Grayson and Eva Uno? No, no, no yeah, the other tag team. Cut, cut the numbers down. Silver, uh, Silver and yeah. somebody, yeah. I can't remember oh, the name, but they were the Beaver Grayson. Boys. Focus on Grayson, you focus on uh, Uno, you focus on Jay, boom, boom, and when he comes back from his injury, 10. See, you have the thing that, or the big uh, guy with the numbers yeah. on him. The, big the thing that doesn't that. really, like, sh- the, the thing that doesn't really bother me about oh. their numbers is, like, A, they're practically all interchangeable. It'd be their jobbers that make a human throne for evil Uno. So you can put as many as you want because he's not a light dude. You need a lot of dudes for a human throne. That's all I'm saying. And and they don't really put like big names. Like they're, they're trying to get boom, boom. They're trying to get Anna J. But before this, it was just, you know, all these guys that have been jobbing themselves out on dark. Uh, the Beaver boys, the Beaver boys, Alex Reynolds and John Silver. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Reynolds and Silver. Gone. <laughs> back to dark <laughs> back to dark w dark yeah yeah, yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah that's what i'm saying like you know there's not a lot of big names where with the nwo they were like a bunch of big names and then a bunch oh, of guys really? who were mm-hmm. supposed to be big names but really were like mid-card jobbers like oh what are we gonna do with virgil this week nothing that's what you do <laughs> 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 nobody gives a shit nothing and that's kind of where they went wrong. But with Dark Order, you could put anybody out there because they're just a man. They're just a bunch of following gimps. They're ne- they they don't need a push. They they don't need a name. They don't need shit. They just need a mask and somebody to beat on. And that's that. So I'm not really worried about the numbers. I'm just worried about them like taking somebody and totally ruining them like Colt Cabana. They're like, not going to ruin Colt. Now, I don't think they're going to do that, man. Because you know, cause AEW they they have control of their of their yes. characters so true so i'm thinking you know coca ben he's he's going with this he wants to try something different so let's just see what he come up with yeah yeah 
just be so bad. Like he finally gets himself on national TV, and they're like, "Yeah, change your gimmick, go dark." Oh, <laughs> that man struggled to get there. He knows what Dusty Rose was talking about when he was talking about hard time. <laughs> and then you gonna make him change what he is? It's like, no, I don't do that. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> How about polka dots, Colt? No. <laughs> How about new? Well, yeah, both both of them were good, but if I, I lean towards Abaddon a little bit just for shock value, yeah. Ricky was damn good. But but that that whole shocking, like if you had never seen her like me, and then you saw her come out, you were like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> and then she rolled over somebody that they were promoting like two minutes before that like come cutting vignettes and saying all this yeah. shit and saying all these great things about her and then she just gets squashed the whole thing so was like hard <laughs> I was like, let me pick my jaw up off the ground that. okay i was like what the fuck just happened now i know they uh just did this big video package and she and lost they never lose when they get a video package they yeah. do now <laughs> yeah. doing aew because you great. never say never in AEW. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? You got you to give them credit for the fact that uh, there was so much criticism when uh, about the women's division, about it wasn't strong and that there wasn't enough personalities. There was no stars. There is now. <laughs> there was a whole yeah. influx of Japanese women that with the travel issues, you know, we can't really have on TV no more. So for the most part, we, we didn't really have a division. Rio wasn't on TV for forever. Isn't and crazy? now God. we have such like, mega like, hot players. Nyla Rose is on fire. Penelope Ford is on fire. Oh, that's gonna be like think about injury it. took down Statlander, but she think was back to the beginning. on fire too. Think back to the beginning. Your first dynamite where Rio wins the women and becomes the first women's champion. I'm sorry, Wendy, I had to say it because it happened. Um and now she ain't been there in months. And yeah. and the division has come up and done so much, and there's been so many great matches that Miss you're like sitting Williams there coming up. and you're yeah, and you're thinking to yourself like Damn, they don't even need Rio, and that was their first chance. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I tell you, they, when, when the travel bag is lifted, Japanese women come Maybe. back. Oh man, <laughs> right? Wet. The and wearing and wearing concrete boots. Ninety-eight pounds. <laughs> she weighs less than Marco Stunt. If you want to be, <laughs> and my right thigh is bigger than that girl. <laughs> Just saying. I know, even my wife would be like, which one of my butt cheeks are you talking about? <laughs> but yeah, I know I know Devin had another question for us that was uh AEW related. So why don't we let him why don't we let him throw that out there? Oh yeah. So, so, so last question was about tag teams on the women's division for primarily for WWE NXT. This one is about AEW now. About the tag team wars. It is it Excellent. is going down now. So my mind is blown. I thought that was a great call out by, I believe it was Tony Schiavone who said tag team wars. I'm like, oh, bro, that's great. That's a great storyline yeah. for this tag yep. team. Yes. So what is everybody's thoughts with this tag team wars? I, I think it's perfect for what they got because that division is so stacked. stacked. Like they have so so many top tag teams and put on so many great matches that like – just just let them all battle it out and see who comes up with the belt. Put them just put tag teams around the ring and have them just eliminate one another in match in, in a match. And whoever stand whoever the last one standing is, that's your tag team champ. Till next week, we do it all over again. Because they're that <laughs> deep. It's yeah, a, yeah. I mean, a tremendous I mean, the, 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 the champions themselves were, were two stars. Like Bruce said, he made them a 
but they threw them together, mm-hmm. and we were anticipating the storyline of, oh, that there's going to be dissension, they're going to be, they don't get along. Well, yeah, Hangman hey, don't they even show up. Like a <laughs> they shows up for the match to roll out. Lariat spot over the, the bar and the stampede, and then the, the yeah. battle brawl was insanity. These guys are tearing it up. I even that part, even that part in the stadium stampede where Hangman's sitting at the bar and Hager walks in, and he's like, "You come to fight or you come to drink?" I was like, "Oh, yes. it's gonna be good." Yes. <laughs> and so it was built up such personality. But the butcher and the blade come out looking like crazy fucking milkman. I don't know what that look is. That all white. That's yeah, like I the good. It. The good humor men that would have yeah. the ice cream truck. Like I don't know what that is either. But okay, I'm still mad they got rid of the bunny. But <laughs> okay, hey, I, I guess I she's know. on to QT now. Okay, you know, just throw together tag team that's working with uh, fucking messy oh, the that, that nightmares, right? Yeah, yeah. They they've Who done pretty damn well. Natural nightmares, yeah. And and let's not mm. forget, let's not forget Sonny and Joey. That's <laughs> what I'm waiting for. I want to see that's them. I want to see him coming out like in a Tubbs and Crockett old Miami Vice suits with the white loafers and no socks, hot pink. Sonny oh. would have like the femmed up version though. With, like, I mean, Sonny's already got the convertible. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, he does. Sexy, <laughs> he got the convertible, so we're, we're, we got part of it. I'm sure we could find the outfit somewhere. <laughs> Man, yeah. I gotta say, I'm really digging the super bad squad with Kip yes. and Jimmy Havoc. Oh my god, and Jimmy Havoc still brings that hardcore element to it too, as yeah. well. And it meshes so well with Kip Sabian. And you know, to me, that can be possibly starting to be my favorite team right there. If yeah. I get to look at my homegirl Penelope Ford some more too, I'm a happy guy. So you can keep bringing, <laughs> you can bring her out, and then you can bring Super Bad out, and then you can bring the Super Bad Squad out. As long as she comes with them with that leather bra, like, whoo! <laughs> Where's that fan? I gotta turn the fan on. It's getting hot. <laughs> <laughs> this tag division is out of this world, and 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 just so think. Deep. Gallows and Anderson are still floating around out there. Yeah. yeah. Just, just so we've watched this tag division build and build and build, and it's like as soon as FTR got there, like it just exploded. Yep. And and you have these teams. You have the Lucha Brothers. You have Private Party. You, you've got all of these teams. You've got P and P. Like we're all smart enough. We know not everyone can be fucking champion at the same time. No, of course not. So this tag wars would be friggin' phenomenal for these yes. guys. Yes. Cause you, you've got, <laughs> you've got all these teams. You could, you could have like private party come in and knock off FTR just like they did the young bucks and in, in the tag tournament. I love mm-hmm. private party. <laughs> Me too. Wendy. No, shots, no, shots. not so much. Uh, <laughs> shots, shots. But, but I mean, that, that could put private party back up where they were in the tag tournament. Yeah. Like they, they yes. kind of lost a little bit of steam after the tag tournament, which, Correct. okay. It's, it, it's understandable. Definitely. It happens a lot, but everybody loves them. So let's give them that rocket strap again. Let's, let's put them back up there. Not give everybody. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, everybody has a chance, man. Like, I feel like this is like the NFL. Like it, it could be anybody's day. Any given yeah. Sunday or, yeah, or right, Wednesday. Exactly. Or maybe Wednesday. Exactly, <laughs> Every given, man. Any given Wednesday. Exactly. You know, because this tag love, is so deep. I love when the rankings come out and you hear people arguing, oh, well, why is they them? Why they beat them and they beat them? And that's the point is that anyone could beat anyone. So you might have yes. one more win, but you have the potential and it's it's good stuff. 
And, I and, definitely and, dig and don't and don't the count out the se- the sex gods just yet because that's a oh, great no. tag team too, and that's a way to protect Jericho's old ass as well. You know, have him in the ring less, have Sammy oh, showing wow. out. You know, I mean, he's fifty. You know, I love the dude; he's the goat, but he's fifty. <laughs> he ate the goat. <laughs> he ate several, but he's still the goat. <laughs> Feral body. He lives that rock star life, man. He's got that beer gut. He, you know, he looks a little rough. Got that Keith that Richards body, face. Yeah. He's got that keg body. What are you talking about, beer gut? Oh, like a goddamn keg. Okay, yeah. I had a beer gut before the Eli Drake challenge. But, but you know, he's got the keg body. He's just... <laughs> it was even worse when he was wearing the weight belt like Cody because it was just plump at the top. It really did. It was like a push-up. Like, yeah, dude, like, that's nah, not doing anything for you. That is not yeah. a good look, dude. That's like Spanks going wrong. You need to take that shit off. <laughs> But yeah, don't don't count them out because they're a damn good team too. Um, and and it's just not only that. The thing that we've talked about before on this show that I want to get Devin's uh, perspective on because it's kind of related is with all the like factions and three man groups that they have. Don't you think AEW would be would be the perfect place to start up like a trios title as well? Yeah, oh, like best friends in Orange Cassidy. You got the, yeah. the death They're triangle coming out. I was just about to say, you got the death triangle, bro. Right. right. And then you got the inner circle and the elite. And, yes. and, you know, all these people that could bring three members to that to that table. Um, and, and it just looks like the perfect even, spot. Even, the dark, even with like the dark circle, they could take three of their three of their. Yeah. Yes. Crazy, crazy, crazy idea. How would you guys feel if AEW were to like adopt the King of the Ring single night tournament? But do like a trio's kings of the ring kind of. Uh, that would be amazing. That would be I'm amazing. down for that, man, because they're that deep. Yep. They have a deep division yeah. to do that, man. Yeah, it is. They, that's man, who doesn't love so much. Too. That whole, <laughs> yeah. that whole. I don't care if it's trios or tag. That I, whole I, I division that. is like abyss deep. You can't I find the, the bottom. The whole, I missed a one night tournament where the winner gets to brag. I just beat four teams. You know they like. Mm-hmm. It's, it looks so dominated. It just makes it, them uh, come off as like. Ultra winners. I don't know how you want to say it, but yeah, man, that that one night tournament for trios belts. I think that could work for AW. Yeah, hell yeah. Man. Sign do, me up for that, man. They used to do yeah. something similar to that in like Lucha Underground, and I loved it. It was yeah. like we're gonna put a bunch of trios guys out here for the whole show, and at the end they're gonna get a shot. Like whoever's left is gonna get a shot at the trios yeah. champions, and you know all that. And it was it was cool. It was one night. It was fast paced. It was it was drama. You were like, oh, what's gonna happen? What's gonna happen? What's gonna happen? Like it. it and when you do that in spaces, I'm not saying all the time because I don't need like I don't need like instant champs every week. Yeah. But when you do that every now and then, you kind of pepper it in. It works so well, and they could do that in AEW easily. Now there's been there's been talks a lot of AEW bringing a second show to television. What if oh, that? Yeah. Oh yeah, what if, yeah. it's what in the TNT show, contract yeah. that they signed the extension. Mm-hmm. What if that show was strictly a tag team show? Oh man, I'm in. <laughs> you just blew my mind, man. <laughs> Hell yeah! If they're, if Hell yeah! Focus on the tag. Hell division, yeah! Their second show about the tag titles and the trios titles. I mean, they're probably uh, actually forced Vince McMahon's hands then. Yeah. yeah. Oh man, now I gotta. I have to put oh, tag teams at the forefront, <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you're if you're a tag team in the WWE, you're just floundering around, and then you see this other show has like basically built for you. Uh, I don't see why you know they're gonna have to offer you a lot of money to keep you in WWE. If you... No, I agree, and I think if, it, yeah. if they did a show like that where it was just focused on tag team wrestling, 
and like setting up the rankings or title shots or whatever. I'm pretty sure it's safe to say we're all in as far as this group, right? Here. Hell yeah, hell yeah. If, like, if you had to pick, that. if you had to pick one tag team to push, though, like if this did happen, if you had to pick one tag team only to push, who's your tag team? Lucha Bros. Oh, shit. <laughs> say that real quick. No question. Lucha Bros. Right? I love, I yeah. love the Lucha Bros. Yeah, Lucha Bros. I love Pentagon. He's like my favorite. Period. <laughs> You're gonna make me choose. Yes, yes. Thank you, baby. You have to pick. We got to make the hard calls on top rope wrestling. I like you right now. <laughs> You're making we're me thinking stuff. We're not. <laughs> <laughs> like we're not friends. We're not. Friends. Are, we, are we on a friendship timeout? <laughs> oh no! Uh, well, if you get put awesome. in a dumpster, I'm not helping you. We're on oh, timeout. Man. <laughs> I've been here for five hours. It's only been an hour. I just found you. No, it's been five. I'm gonna get be Giovanni. He should be here. Yeah, yeah, Bruce, Bruce is talking. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be that guy. I'm gonna do this in two different ways. As a young team, I would say private party all day. Okay. But as overall tag team, I got to go with FTR. Solid. Mm. Solid. I'm with that. With me, I would have to go with a team that I I didn't like or I just dislike, but I love them now. Would be best friends. I still don't uh, like them. Trent, <laughs> still don't like them. Trent and Chuck. Man, them dudes can go. I love their tag team. I love their chemistry. I love when they do the hug in the middle of the ring. Nah, nah. Yeah. No hugging in wrestling. Mm -mm. Uh, it is in my world. It Even Bailey dropped that shit. No hugging. I love it. I love. I love the. I love the chemistry, man. So yeah, best I'm like, friends. I'm like the wrestling version of Tom Hanks in League of Their Own. I'm like, there's no hugging in wrestling. There's <laughs> <laughs> not enough hugging in life these days. <laughs> Bring it in. The Rona. There you go. Virtual <laughs> hug, everybody. Virtual uh, hug. Yeah. Six feet. Beep, beep, six feet, or you catch the heat. All right? <laughs> okay, Evan, if you had to pick a team, who would you take? Because the only one. All day long. Yes. <laughs> would, you, would you book them as heels or as faces? Heels all day long. Doesn't matter. Awesome. I don't even yeah. think they could be. I, I would just, yeah, heels or tweeners. I yeah, they can do it faces. all, man. They they could be yeah. heels, they could be faces. They're, they're when, when they go, I just like, I just like Pentagon intensity. When he's like, I want to kick your ass, it'll matter. Yeah. Right. Like, oh, I am gonna break your damn arm. arm. I don't give a fuck. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I want the Lucha Underground Pentagon. That's who I want. Yes. I know. I know he has some problems. I know he had some issues with with Pentagon, and I know he's had some issues with people in AEW. But I, I want Lucha Underground Pentagon, and I want Vampiro back as his Dark Master. Mm. It was beautiful. <laughs> he actually did a match with Io Shirai on Lucha Underground. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, back when she was Black Lotus. I, yeah. I know. Yeah. I'm a, that was great too. That was fucking wonderful. I was like, what the hell did I just watch? Oh, man. And, and speaking of Io, it was so nice to see her kick the crap out of Bailey and Sasha <laughs> and stand in the ring with her title saying, this is my NXT. I was yeah. like, yep. feels. <laughs> totally agree. Yep. Which, uh, which transitions me a little bit back to NXT and a, and a, and a question I have that, because obviously the man said it, I want to see if we agree to it and, and we're going to do this keep it or kill it style. Uh, Adam Cole says he is the best champion in the business today. Keep it or kill it. Kill it. Kill it. Oh, kill it. All right. You're not, 
We have one, keep it. Two, three kills we got to keep because obviously dude, Devin loves loves him some Adam Cole. Which oh, I that's that's my man's Adam Cole, 50 grand. I can't go against my man's. I, I, I do. I got to say, I do love Adam Cole. I, I mean, I've got his shirt and everything. I love the guy. I love Undisputed Era. But there yes. are, yeah, and there are, there are <laughs> I, do lo- I do love that man. But some days, some days, I think he's not even the greatest champion on his show. And I'd be honest, if I met him, I'd be like, oh, hey, you're Mr. Britt Baker, right? <laughs> <laughs> I was going like to say, so I'm, I'm, I'm going to kill it on Mr. Britt Baker. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, Nick and now I'm dead. <laughs> Nick Aldis is the best Aldis. champ right now, hands down. I mean, sometimes I, I think like Keith down. Lee might be the best champ in NXT. I, I just it's hard to argue that when you see what he can do with that size and the way he talks and the way he carries himself, you're just like, man, you're damn good. Like, how do you not have the NXT title right now? <laughs> so no offense, Adam, I, I love you, but I don't know about best in the business. Some days not best on the same show. <laughs> <laughs> That's and, all right, Adam. I got your back. I'm and here. From there, I'm I, soldier. <laughs> I was gonna say, did um. I think Devin had a question about Britt Baker, too. So we could kind of segue into that. We go from Mr. <laughs> Britt Baker to Miss Britt Baker. <laughs> Dr. Britt Baker. Dr. Baker. Next thing you know, she's going to call me a conspirator. You, yeah. you are. Conspirator. <laughs> so Guilty. it's funny that, you know, Grandma Wendy said, made that comment about, you know, Adam Cole being Mr. Britt Baker. So my question is, Britt, Britt Baker has been fired lately. Like she is yes. killing it in the promo Hot. game, even though she's even though she's injured, she is yes. doing her damn thing. Should we thank oh. Adam Cole for this? I I actually think yes. I think he has helped her, um, directly but, uh, or indirectly. Directly, like when they're at home sitting on the couch, they're. I, you think they, he she, looked they, at her one day and he was like, "Yo, your promo's garbage." Delicately, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure he put it more. Get in the get in the den. We're going to promo school. <laughs> I, I think see, it's more I than just it. though. Yeah, I see. I, I think Jericho has a hand in it too. Absolutely. That's what I was mm-hmm. gonna say. I don't I know if Adam Jericho, Cole does, but I know Chris Jericho like honestly has said even you know at the table at AEW in interviews or whatever he thinks Britt Baker is like the next big thing in the women's division overall, like could be the best ever. And I think Jericho has had a big hand in kind of taking her and showing her like, you know, here's how you put this together. Here's how you cut this. You, you know, you want to say, you want to stick stuff like this and not go into all this shitty barista crap. Like he's, he's going through things bit by bit with her. Cause he's like that when he's behind the scenes, especially in AEW. like he's always talking to people, trying to lend a hand, trying to help people just bring that side out of them. So I, I I'm sure Adam helps too, but I think a lot of this has to do with the champion. To be honest. <laughs> and, and honestly, like I think, Jericho's the one that saved this gimmick for her because they'd come off the cruise and everything else, and everyone was like, "Oh dear God, no!" But <laughs> oh dear the, God, no. <laughs> yes. yes, that was terrible. We were, th- we were them. Um, Dumpster fire. But but since the, when the pre-tape shows happened and he was on commentary, man, did he put her over? Oh yeah, on, on oh, commentary, yeah. like oh yeah, he, he put her so over on commentary that it got everyone back into like, okay, well, if Chris thinks she's this good, because you know we're stupid wrestling fans, um, but no, like he he seriously saved that gimmick for her. 
mm-hmm. and helped her get to where she is now. Yeah, because she's been so I'll, much better. I'll admit it. Like, I'm willing to admit, like, whenever she came out, even if it was just for a wrestling match, I'd be like, oh, we're breaking. Oh, here Nap time, yeah. you know. And then he got on commentary, and he started saying what he said. And he was just like, you know, she's so great. But I'm like, well, let me pay a little more attention. And he started actually focusing on her yeah. matches and watching yeah. her. And, and if you remember, and if you remember, I posted something in this group what after that conspirator promo that she cut that and was it awesome. was it was jericho back in the day on like yeah. wcw yeah. thunder and he had people holding up signs that said conspiracy the conspirator yeah. and oh, pointing man. to like people in the crowd or people oh, on the mic or whatever he did the same kind of promo two de- like almost two decades ago on wcw and then when you saw because when we saw that that brit doing i was like damn this reminds me of yeah. something and that was it so she like basically didn't steal, but like took pieces of his promo, made it her own, and balled out with it. Yes. So I, I, I know Adam's probably helping, but a lot of it has to do with Jericho because that that same promo was used way back when, yeah. before yeah. you know Y two J even existed. Yeah, good point. I think, I think uh, whether whether directly or indirectly, or he influenced or however, I think you have to throw a little credit to Shivani's way. Oh, oh yeah. Yvonne. The interplay. The, the <laughs> coffee with the name spelled wrong. The yeah. the comments. That's where it started. How about the that's, how about where, the, that's where the heel turn and calling him a shitty barista. And now, yeah. now she how about the, has a clothesline. With I was going to say, how about the clothesline? Yeah. Yeah. messages. Before the friendship time out. credit to them. Because if he wasn't around... She would have that that the playoff of him. No, the he's got to get a little bit. So I think that's. I think you got to throw some love his way. I think that's. It's she's probably like. It's probably like, money right now. It's probably like fifteen percent Skivon, like maybe thirty five percent Adam, and then the other whole half is just Jericho. I'm it, sure. You know, I even say thirty five percent Adam, and I probably even get less than that. Uh, maybe I think she just did like you know. She just picked and pulled and made her her own. You know, yeah, she but, um, used a little bit of Adam because I could see, like, being that pompous asshole and I yeah. see that. Yeah, You know, but it's just He's a little bit. He's good at being a pompous yeah. asshole, that's it's, for it, sure. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm, I'm sure that, like, a lot of the old heads in AEW take their time to talk to the younger talent be like, hey, I saw oh, yeah. that you did this. Why don't you try it this way? Or when I did something similar, I if did anybody, this way. Here's an idea. If you hear anybody, if you hear like Joey or Darby or or Sammy or anybody talking about like AEW, would somebody ask you like, you know, who do you go to when you don't know what to do or when you need advice? They're like, oh man, either either Jericho or or Dustin got me like every time. Mm-hmm. I can go to them whenever, wherever, and they will sit down with me and yep. talk to me and help me figure out what I'm going to do or how to, or how to make this work. They'll give me you know stuff behind the scenes about psychology and all this stuff, and they are great. Like they are, they take all the time in the world because they've been through fucking everything and seen it and, yeah. and they got the t-shirts to prove it you know <laughs> i think that that really defines them as legends as well to be yeah. able to turn around and be humble teachers and say hey you're asking me for advice because if you're someone who is genuinely looking for help then i will genuinely provide you that help and they're oh, yeah. to, to step down from this like amazing goat status or whatever it's and, something and they can do a a, because they have the freedom to do it in AEW, and B, they don't have to worry about one of these guys taking their spots because, like, they're they're the big 
known names in AEW, so they're they're not going anywhere. I mean, everybody knows who Jericho is. Dustin is the brother of an EVP. You think he's going to lose his job? Yeah. <laughs> so they're comfortable, which means they can take the time to teach these guys and help build that roster up. And you see the you see stuff like that with Britt and other people week in and week out. And you're like, damn. <laughs> I mean, Britt was trash, and now even I'm interested. So that it's definitely cool to see, you know, the these legends basically turn around and, and showing the next generation. Like, this is how you do it. That, that's not really a, like, something you get in WWE a lot. They're more worried about holding on to their spot and their TV time. They're not they're, letting they're somebody in. <laughs> it's like, Oh, you don't know how to do it. Good. I'll keep doing it on TV. Fuck you. <laughs> Cause there, therein lies the difference. Like at AEW, like I hate to compare companies or whatever, but <gasps> the way AEW is doing it with the old heads, like these old guys are, not seeing the young guys as their current competition. They're seeing them as the future of the industry. Yes. Whereas in other promotions... You know, we're talking about as, Britt Baker. They see them they see as them, role models. They see, as, they see them as their current competition. They don't see them as the future. And they're right. like, you're yeah. here today competing against right. me. And they're basically here. being like those degree mills that you see so much out there where it's like mm-hmm. the teachers are still in the industry. So you're their student today, their competition tomorrow. So they won't right. teach you anything. No, um, yeah, good point. That is a good point. Now, uh, Mac actually gave us a question that leads me into one of our last topics. He was asking, uh, who do you go, who do you guys like in next week's triple threat with uh, Finn Gargano and Lee? And do you think Karrion Karrion Cross has any influence on the match? Because we had this, uh, we were going to talk about the triple threat. We were going to talk about the fact that the winner is going to turn around and take on Adam Cole. On uh, you know, right right next to. You know, week two of Fighter Fest, the way they lined it up, because they said July eighth, which would be the final the final night of it, um, and and it's winner take all too. So we're either going to have Champ Champ Baby or we're going to have somebody else with two titles. <laughs> so who do we see yeah. picking up the win between Lee and Gargano and 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 the Prince himself? Well, there's there's two ways that I can see this going. Either Balor's going to win, and then he's going to beat Cole, and we're going to have the Demon versus Karrion Cross. Maybe. Uh, but like I, think, I, I would think like they, that. I like the I way actually, your brain operate, Bruce. I actually uh, think they, That's why we had to have him on the show. <laughs> with, the, with the whole Demon, but I would like I to do see like that. that. But at the end of the day, I would probably say Keith Lee is going to actually win, and then he's going to go on to drop the belt to Adam Cole. Yeah, same here. I got Keith Lee retaining, and then Keith Lee is going to drop, but it's probably going to be interference with Karrion Cross because you saw Keith Lee broke Karrion Cross hourglass, and you saw a little segment of mm-hmm. Scarlet and Karrion Cross was, stepping on the glass. I was thinking like, the oh, same yeah, sort of thing. This up. They're setting this up. I was thinking Keith Lee will keep his title, and then he'll be in the match with Adam Cole, and, and, the light, and somehow the ref will get taken out, lights go down, Cross shows up, chokes out Keith Lee, Adam pins him when the ref wakes back up. Three count, champ, champ, baby. And, and, and that's that. Because even Felipe said, don't don't forget Karrion Cross's involvement in all this. We didn't. We didn't, Felipe. We love you. Not at all. <laughs> Not so, at all. So, Mac made probably the best comment of the night. He said, WWE needs to give Bruce a job. Yes, they do. <laughs> yes, if they ever want to bring us the all WWE in, writers team, man. man, if they ever want to bring us all into creative, we're there. 
like, like we I don't know if I want to sell my soul to the devil like that, though. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm, how many, I'm content. My question, how many zeros are in the check? Done! <laughs> <laughs> okay. I mean, I, I, I got a soul, and, and you know, I don't want to sell out, but at the same time, like, you know, this house ain't cheap. So <laughs> if they really want to cut one of them fat WWE checks, I might have it for a couple of years and then go on Talk is Jericho and complain about how pissed I was when I was there and then go to AEW like everybody else does. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you know. What the, what the hell for? So you can sell them an idea and have them not use it and then fire you? Yeah, exactly. But I'll just be sitting there like, I'll just be sitting there like doing Goodfellas. Like, oh, you're not going to use my idea? Fuck you, pay me. <laughs> You oh, you cut another one of my shits from TV? Fuck you, That's pay a waste me. Of creativity, but okay. <laughs> Wendy, but it's a fat bank account, okay? <laughs> I'll know what it's like to be rich. I want to find out. That's all. <laughs> um, but yeah, all right. Uh, Evil Evan, who do you think is gonna end up with the triple threat and then end up um. double champ? Well, if we're going to go back to your analogy of the WWE being my loving, trusting wife, um, when my wife makes enchiladas, I know it's going to be a saucy good time. So when WWE books a champ versus champ, triple threat, where it takes all match, I know we're not getting a clean finish. There's going to be um, some screwy running. Uh, we, like you said, cross, we saw them, they crushed the glass, and they were mad, and he was all upset. I don't even see there being a winner of this match. I see cross interfering. Um, costing just a big schmoz finish because we've seen it happen before where they hype up all week long, all month long. We're going to get this big blah, 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 blah. And out of nowhere, it happens. I and, can see that. Well, I that's what see happened that. with NXT with the tag team championship, which was like kind of yeah, sucked. I was like, was, bro, was it, was, mad. it was like, you. it's like when you watch a good trailer so and you go see a movie, the movie sucked. I'm like, yep. Yep. how would you do and that to what, me right and there? That's what, it was Rocky Five all over right again. <laughs> they relied, they're relying on this like trope of we're going to book great, huge sounding matches to, to hook you in. But they're going to bait and switch your ass and give you an ending that makes no sense. An uh, ending that isn't even a real ending. That leaves you more pissed off than if we had ever even booked this match. And that's why I think they're going. I think Cross interferes. We don't get a winner. We get Cross and Lee off onto one side. And then Balor and, and uh, Gargano. They're going to feud off. They're going to be. Because we saw how we say I cut in line. I can see them feuding. I know. I and Adam know. Cole, I don't even know what happened to that guy anymore. It's like uh, uh, when it comes to the when it comes to the you know hipster Yosemite Sam that is Johnny Gargano. I don't know why they keep sticking him in title matches. It's like didn't Keasley beat you at Takeover? Like why are you here? Like just let Finn Balor handle him. No, no, I gotta be in it. I gotta be in it. Okay, you can get crushed again. Go ahead. <laughs> Because he's Johnny Wrestling. But I could definitely see what you're I could definitely see what you yeah. were, came up with Evil Evan happening. The only thing that might be the saving grace is like that happens a lot in WWE. I would say it doesn't happen a lot in NXT, but it just did with Breezango, and that made me mad as hell too, Devin. I'm not even gonna lie. I, I was I was looking forward to that match. Brucey and I have a, have yeah, had a long standing Oh my god, yes, Marsupial <laughs> and Fabio, and they did the whole Imperium mock yes. and then and the strip tease in yeah. the ring. And I love the and, remix um, of the Emporium Mops. I was like, it yes. just made you bounce your shoulders. I was like, oh, okay, mm-hmm. let's go. Right? <laughs> and, the, and, the, and the music kicked and the uh, disco ball came up. And I was the like, wig. Wow. The wig is what killed me. <laughs> the wig. <laughs> but, but the thing is, wig. the thing is, it was it was Breeze 
who is Fabio. So why didn't Breeze have the wig and then, and then, you know, Dango be a marsupial, have the short hair. Cause like Fabio's got the, we know Fabio got that hair, man. Yep. He, the wig was on the wrong person <laughs> <laughs> or the jacket was on the wrong person. Like he needs to be Fabio then and let Breeze be marsupial. <laughs> That's my only critique because the rest of it was ridiculous. It was gold. I, I found that entrance on YouTube and I watched it about 22 more times. <laughs> <laughs> sounds about right. <laughs> I even sent it to these guys in a group chat. I was like, if you, I don't know if you watched NXT, but if you didn't, funny. you have to uh, see this. And they all started cracking hilarious. up laughing. It was ridiculous. I loved it. <laughs> now, now I want to hear more classical music remixed like trap beats and shit. That was pretty banging. <laughs> it was like trap oh, techno yeah. classical. It was. Stuff. Classical. I was like, hey, hey. I'm like, yo, hey, I gotta get that. I gotta get. I gotta add this to my Spotify real quick. Yeah. Hold on. <laughs> real man that's my good work that's a workout song right there right that'd be a workout jam and a half man that's a workout jam that's a club banger that's everything whatever you need that's 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 turn the lights down you know like get get your little get your little strip tease on for your lady some emporium music right there you know next up on the main stage marsupial you know we'll get you the blue sasha banks wig that they're promoting right now I, I'll you rock that it? shit. I ain't got no hair anyways. Uh, <laughs> baby, baby shop blue Sasha Banks wig. I look good Love in blue. <laughs> <laughs> Plus, I ain't got that forehead either, so I look even better in blue. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm stupid. I know. But yeah, I, I, I kind of... I'm trying to think. Do we get Wendy? Do we get Bruce? Their their answers on this. I, I I think bottom line is I think we all we can all see that it's time for Adam Cole to drop the belt. Am I is that okay. is that a correct assumption? After yeah. 381 days, never, 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 yeah. regardless of it's whoever, they, however they booked their way to this finish, I think we all need to see a new NXT deserves a new and, champ. And by the way, I, I, I don't I know if anybody else did. Back to Bruce's disagree. point. I figured um, you would disagree. <laughs> I would. But uh, I loved when <laughs> I, I laughed so hard also when Finn Balor called Adam Cole a transitional champion. Oh my God. <laughs> oh, oh my God. Holy shots fired. That, that was the burn of the week right there. It when really he called was. that man a transitional champ. And I was like, holy. I could hear the disrespect from. from from that Finn Balor was funny. unreal, bro. In my head, when he said it, I could hear like Kelso from that 70s show just burn. <laughs> <laughs> It was crazy. I laughed so hard. Yes. Like like NXT definitely had some dope moments too. Uh, I, I'm not I'm not mad for watching Dynamite live, but NXT had some moments too. <laughs> so we're getting towards the end here. I've got one question. I've been dying to get out to you guys all show, but we've just been racking back and forth having a good oh, my time. Bad, man. Uh, no, 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 no. You're good. You're good. <laughs> See, that's why we call him high class, because he waited all this time. Go ahead, man. So with the heavy rumors and hand signals from Cody, mm -hmm. they're supposedly bringing a four horsemen type stable to AEW. And mm. the rumored horseman is Cody. Right. Spears and oh, FT FTR. and FTR with Tully and Arn in their corner as man. Yeah. It's like manager do coach. You, do you guys feel that this would be a 
good move for AEW, or this could be a really big disaster, like like TNA Fortune disaster. Um, yes, that's I, that's my opinion. I you think disaster. Yes. I think yes. I see. I see it. Not that it won't work, but I see the. I can see the comments now. Uh, WWE Light, the drugstore knockoff brand, Kroger. Uh, where were all these people? Where were all these people when Evolution came around? You know I what I'm saying? Totally see the hate coming because it's um, a stolen idea. It wasn't original, and we're that's using WWE guys. You know, yeah. and as much as it could work, as much as I would love to see it work, I would rather see them focus on the Dark Order as a big, big dark, creepy group. And keep the inner circle as well, that the big, powerful uh, one that everyone wants to try to be in group. I feel like this I think is we need coming. another stable. I feel like this is coming because even Cody brought up something last night on Dynamite that kind of set off my 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 weird shittle meter when he said, "You know, I'm all alone. I don't have the elite. I don't have my brother. You know, all that stuff." Before he got into the into the ring with Ricky, and I was like, "Hmm, so maybe he's going to come up with something of his own." Now I do think that if they put these guys together, it could work because of just the authenticity. Like you have two horsemen backing you. You have a Rhodes in this shit. You have Tully's protege in this shit. You have FTR, who we all know is old school. So it would feel more like the original stable than something like Fortune Wood and TNA or or even even evolution with Ric Flair backing them, you know, like you've got that, you've got that just history and, and feel to it that if they put that together, you'd be like, all right, I'm in it. Uh, like I'm in, I dig it. Let's, let's see what happens. You know? <laughs> so, I mean, it could, it could definitely backfire, but I think like with what they have, it's worth a shot. Hey Bruce, you, you had me sold with FTR, with Cody, and then you mentioned Spears. <laughs> See, Spears is when... <laughs> but he got the black I, glove. He's got the missing piece. It's, it's hard for me to <laughs> well, take him ser- seriously, man. It's like... Because he needs a black glove. It's the missing piece. <laughs> well, no, 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 no. What I, what I like about Spears being in there is that he's the wild card. Like, yeah. well, this thing, yeah. He's the, think about he's the hangman of the elite. Happen. Even exactly. if you think about it. I don't even call him the hangman of the elite because... It, to me, it, it seems like, like right from from my point of view, his his career has been somewhat of a of a joke, like almost a parody of what he was d- going through with WWE. I'm like, so what? Why did you jump shit? For redemption, right? Like- and and not only that, but I will say when it comes to Sean, you know, like I, I know I'm joking about the Black Club, but and I didn't Google this. So you can correct me if I'm wrong. I'm just going from the old the old school history box. Um, Barry Windham was actually at one point part of the Four Horsemen, and he was rocking that black glove. And now Sean Spears has that. So it's kind of that throwback, like here's, you know, here's we're positioning people who would actually look like they would be in the Horsemen maybe back then in modern wrestling. And I do like that sort of feel, you know, bring it back to that. That goes back to the argument of are we just repeating a past storyline because we couldn't come up with our own. But they obviously can come up with plenty of their own because they and already that, have. And, and that argument, them, uh, that argument is going to be made by certain groups of of fans on social media, whether you do it or not. 
because you you know you you don't give the elite titles and people say oh see i told you know those those same fans go oh see i told you the elite aren't so elite and then they start winning titles they go, oh see i told you that too the elite's going to take every championship blah 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 and then you bring in a guy you say they're too small so bring in brody lee bring in this guy oh they're now they're going to use wwe guys they're those haters are always going to hate you might as well try the storyline anyway and see if if people who actually pay attention to what's happening in front of them and not where the person was before they walked in the door, enjoy it. I'm going to have to agree with Felipe on this, though, and, and with Evan as well, actually. Um, Felipe said maybe in some future, not now. And I have to agree with Evan. Work with what you have right now. Work with the Dark Order. Work with the Inner Circle. Get, this, you know, get these teams that you already have solidly oh, yeah. defined. Get them and you can still storylines. May I please finish? And by the way... <laughs> You can still do that because <laughs> no, I'm saying you got. Am I never gonna finish a sentence tonight? <laughs> sorry, sorry, but you know you have like like you said you have the dark order, you have the inner circle. Who are you gonna put them up against? Oh, the elite, and then the elite, and then the elite. You have to have somebody to go against them in order to keep their stories going. Yes, that's 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 what I'm saying. Like, save the four horsemen for another time. But for now, work with what you have. Build up these groups that you already have. Get these guys better defined stories. Get them. Get them somewhere before you start throwing in another group. You already have this insanely stacked tag team group or tag team division. You already have all these groups. You already have all this stuff. You don't need to keep adding to it. The cake is already perfect. Yeah. Why add another layer? <laughs> they already have a lot of yeah. stories going on. Like exactly. That is a very story-driven promotion going it on is. right now. It is. And what I'm saying is it's hard to build these stories uh, uh, of heel. adding more shit to it. it. It's hard to build these stories about heel groups when you don't have so many face groups to actually build these stories with. That's the thing. Because the elite heel, can only do so much. If you're a heel group, you have no problem taking on individual faces. I don't need a face group. I'm going to beat any ass I see. Exactly. Right? I don't, it doesn't have to be a, an actual faction heels, against a faction. Heels don't have to play by the rules. One by one. The exactly. whole roster. Heels don't, get, heels don't need to play by the rules. They can exactly. do how yeah. they want. I understand so that eventually... Go, if they want to go after one individual or if they want to go after a group like the fucking best friends, they can do what they want. Oh, I hear you. I'm just saying eventually it has to lead to something other than like we just beat the whole roster's ass because then you got the Dark Order standing in the ring for two hours on Dynamite. Like there has to be somebody that can stand up to these people outside of the elite because there's only so many of them and there's a lot of heel factions. Eventually you yeah, got to put them in the ring with somebody. Like, <laughs> factions, factions don't have to be... 50, 60 people. They could just be three. Look at the best friends. Look at the Jurassic Express. Those can be counted as factions because they are, it's a group of three guys. You have just enough people to go into a match together, to go into a fight together, to go into a rumble together. You don't have to have a group of 10 million or more. Oh, I know that. I'm just saying, like, it's just, you know, uh, there's only so much that, like, Jurassic Express and best friends are going to be able to do. And Stu just brought up a good point. The Shield versus the Wyatts was heel on heel. You could have that here too. Heel on heel yeah. action. That's He'll true. Do it better. But by the time, but by the time it was over, one of them were face. One of them was a face group. So. And that could happen. So Which one of those happens, groups would you want to turn face though? Like following, I'm following your logic. Then you get another face group then. I'm following your logic. Like, which one would you want the, the dark, dark order to be monsters? What if we build up the dark order, destroy the whole roster? They take down Cage, they take down Luchasaurus, and so 
Chris Jericho, right. the locker room leader, determines upon himself, you know what? Proud and powerful Jake Hager, we're going to stand up for the side of right, okay. and we're going to bring down this dark, and we get the, the inner circle as the Avengers. So that's what I was trying to ask. Now. Like, do you really, yeah, yeah. really want to see them on? I hear you, but that's what I'm trying to ask. Do you really want to see the inner circle go face? Do you really want to see why the not? dark order? In, one, in two years face? from now, why not? When In two years from now, we're going to see the evolution of the characters. We're going to see Sammy Guevara um, to be more than just riding a scooter. Why not have him be the good guy face? Well, let him bust out his uh, 450, 630, 720s, whatever it is, and amaze the crowd as, as the, you know, the good guy for a while. Okay. The inner circle is like the that, biggest group of heel assholes in wrestling, so I don't want to see that. When you look at the wrestling world, you, WWE you has been around for 60, 70 years. No. AEW <laughs> has been around in its infancy less than well, a year, two years. They have time to grow. They got years to evolve and exactly. play with the face heel storyline. And I... I would love to see Jericho come out as a, as a face. Have Fozzie uh, open up uh, a double or nothing show in Vegas for a huge ovation as we all sing along. Just I don't even think Inner Circle would be that different from being a face personality wise. They're, they're kind of like in twe- in, like tweeners. Like they're, their personalities yeah. they're, are. They're I mean, the come on, Mark, you got a Mark Anthony 8x10. Who, who doesn't love that, right? Exactly. Release the hounds. <laughs> <laughs> Release the arms. If it, if it means we get more in the back, of, of Chris Jericho in his jeans in the hot tub, I'm all for it. Oh man! Leather pants. <laughs> yes. Okay. Okay. I Speaking of inner circle or like within the sex guys, uh, no. When they had when during their match. <laughs> Uh, Matt Hardy made a comment saying that all right, Sammy Guevara is outgrown uh, is outgrowing Jericho. Right. To me, I don't think that's true because they're actually telling like the wrong story. He needs to actually step up if he's going to be that second in command. Yeah. Like, yeah, you know that's how I feel. Like, and then he can actually, you know, be that. You know how Rocky first was part of the Nation of Domination, got assimilated into that role, and he was clearly the second man in charge next to. Uh, next to Farouk, you know, who was the leader. And then slowly you saw that, you know, these promos, it just kind of disrespect him. And he, one time it was a segment, he gave him a, a present, a picture of himself. You know, <laughs> I would love to see something like that with Sammy Guevara. Like he could just, you know, and then you can wait, you get your, you get your Chris Jericho as a face as well. You know, you get, you know, actually you have uh, Sammy Guevara take over the inner circle, maybe. What are you guys thoughts about just, you know, Sammy Guevara, He's, he's my. He's, he's he's my I think Sammy Guevara. He's killing it. He's my uh, superstar of the first half of the 2020. Definitely. We're gonna see the broken yeah. pandas. You've heard it here first. The broken panda. <laughs> <laughs> the broken sex gods. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the broken ears when Sammy sings. <laughs> No, I I do. I I got to Sammy Guevara has grown on me in a year and some change because when he I, I knew about him a little bit, but it was just weird seeing him in the inner circle when when they first debuted and uh you know, rocking that big fucking panda hood yeah. thing and and cuz cuz there's just nothing nothing about pandas scream heel, scream evil. 
scream nothing, scream lazy and cute. That's about it. And, and Sammy is, is neither one. But once he dropped that and you started to see his personality a little bit coming out looking like he's in an NXS video with the cards and shit and, uh, and, and you know, rocking the tank outside of uh, the WWE pay-per-view screaming about Slammiversary and 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 now you know he's got the hit me up mobile or mobile or whatever the fuck you want to call that <laughs> his little scooter that he doesn't need but he's using it anyway because because Papa Jericho gave it to him um and and you know he's changed his look he's changed a lot of his wrestling style just over the course of being from the debut of AW to now he's really let a lot of his personality come out and I dig him. I think with a little bit of work, he could end up eventually taking over the inner circle. Stu just said, Sammy breaks away and hooks up with Ricky Starks as the true sex God. Oh man. The absolute like oh, sex like gods. Oh man. The absolute sex gods. Right I like yes. that. Right? I like that. I do uh. like that. That would be cool too. <laughs> I would love to see that. Cause Sammy and, and Ricky are like eerily similar. Like the way they look, the way they wrestle, the way they talk. They got. Oh, uh, Ricky's got better hair though. Sammy, I don't know what the. <laughs> they both got that weird. There's something about Mary Quaff going yeah. on with the shit stuck in the front of their no, hand. I, I don't no, know. Ricky's Ricky's is tamed compared to Sammy's. Sammy's is like mm. back here up flapping around. I can't even. <laughs> One's a little bit more tame than the other. They're practically the same thing though. There's just something about Mary. <laughs> I, I don't know, but I, I would love to see that. Like the absolute sex gods, the stroke daddies. There we go. <laughs> you know, that would be cool too. But I, I think, yeah, with a little bit of work, he could. I mean, he's probably already like wormed past Hager for number two in the inner circle, and he could take over in like a year if he keeps up on this path. He's been one of the, you know, he. Evan's right. He he might be one of the like 2020 wrestler yeah. of the year nominees. You know, uh, as bad as 2020's been. Oh, the vision of him running from the. Park. I think I won. Money. That's how you do comedy. Just for the fact that there will, and not only that, he's willing to kill himself on like a oh weekly basis. God, Run me over with a golf cart. You know, drop me off the top of a the stadium top. through whatever. You know, like like right. give me that ladder that has yeah. no bend in it, and I'll dive from the top <laughs> rope to the floor on it. Getting run down by a horse. Hey, listen, <laughs> listen. <laughs> yeah. Bring my it. only my <laughs> only problem is that fucking Jimmy Neutron haircut he has. <laughs> yeah, there's something about. The flap is what is this flap? Jimmy Neutron haircut. It's that, like. it's that, and I think he needs to go back to them boy shorts because I am tired of looking at that boy's ass. Oh, I am sick, just wedging every fucking man. talks about that, like, bro. I am so tired of seeing Sammy Guevara's ass. You're borderline with them trunks, bro. You know, with like them high-waist trunks. Yeah, high-waisted <laughs> trunks that end up straight up thong, man. Like, I don't need to see that. Are you trying to get people in the I'm crowd like, to stuff dollars man, in? Like, what are you one doing? Move Yo, away, every time I see that. Every time I see that, I'm like, baby. We're going to seal the sex god if he hits the wrong way. I'm like, women's 80s fashion call, they want their high waist back. Like, that's just not... That high cut, <laughs> high thigh cut, that ain't yeah. working. Oh man, Felipe, Felipe coming out with some fire here. He's like Hager is the weaker link of the inner circle. True. Wow. Felipe yeah. conversely said those Felipe. two, Ricky and Sammy in the ring, oh. is way too much pretty in one squared circle. <laughs> ladies <laughs> love it though. I don't know about all that, but the the ladies are just oh my god, it'd be like the rockers <laughs> all over again. <laughs> 
Angel Garland. Minus the lazy eye. <laughs> <laughs> oh. mm. well, that. Like, I don't care. I love that lazy eye. <laughs> oh, no. I don't know. I never know which one to look into. I'm like, is he looking at me? Is he looking over there? What you don't care at? where HBK is looking as long as one eye is on you. You know you're HBK good. It's a whole other story. <laughs> that's, that's what I was talking about. The Rockers, not the Rock and Roll Express. <laughs> I was thinking the Rock and Roll Express because that's the first thing that popped into my head. Was this no, I was talking about Marty Jannetty and Shawn Michaels. Not, uh, not Ricky and Robbie. Never bring up Jannetty. <laughs> but they, they would. They, they'd be like one of those, you know, we, we can... We, you know, we can go in the ring and women love us. Like it'd be a big, be a big deal. It'd be a big yeah. tag team, I think. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Jake Hager is more boring than Jack Swagger. I don't know about that. <laughs> I don't yeah. know about that. I, I gotta tell you, man. Well, that match no. with with John Moxley didn't help. That was a boring uh, ass match. Yeah, yeah that boring. didn't help so like much. Like I slept. Like I fell asleep on it. But you know, uh, I I I will never forget like the the the. In his own words, the Twagger touring eagle, you know, back in the day when he was in WWE, that was some Twagger. boring ass shit. He couldn't even say it right. Then you got a guy in an eagle costume running around behind him. What if we get the the Hager, the, the, the Hager eagle and then the Sammy Panda and we get some guy like furry? No, nah, we're not. We're not going to cater to furry. <laughs> we're not going to do that. We're just not. We won't go that route. AW stay we ain't going to go that route. <laughs> we can save that shit for the Patreon. <laughs> Lord, oh my God, this has been so much this fun. I hate fun. for it to uh, to end, mm-hmm. but we're getting deep here, and uh, I think I'm out said. of topics. Like, yep, yep, she did. <laughs> <laughs> Damn right, she did. I'm looking amazing. Two hours, she said. Yeah, we're we're totally out of topics, y'all. So. So I want to thank everybody that tuned in live to watch this. And if you're watching on YouTube or listening on Anchor, thank you too, because you're awesome. Uh, I'm going to first kick, leave it for uh, for Devin here. He can plug away wherever, let it let you know where you can find uh, Clark Street, and, and we'll go from there. Appreciate it, appreciate it. So you No problem, always... man. Thank you for doing this. Oh, no problem. So it was fun. an honor. I feel honored, man. You know, We're honored. <laughs> so it's mutual. Yeah. No, man. You, you guys really. are the rock stars, man. For real. Yeah, we could do this every week. Like you seriously, we're not worried. Hey, 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 I'm down for that. Anytime, bro. Anytime, my friend. I guess. So you can always find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. We're mostly active on Twitter. That is Clark Street underscore wrestling. And we're new to the TikTok world. You know, my daughter hooked me up. She put me on wow. TikTok. So now we're on nice. TikTok. We got, we got a decent amount of followers, you know, still small, but we're growing. And you can find, and that TikTok uh, channel is Clark underscore street underscore wrestling. All right. It's same as our Instagram page. And you can always listen to us on the most popular podcast apps, whatever you like to listen to. You got Apple, you got Google, Android. Doesn't matter. Spotify. And you can just search for us, Clark Street Wrestling. We got over 120 episodes because we've got a gigantic library. Wow. You see all some of our earlier stuff, some of our heated, you know, debates that, you know, almost uh, came to not fisticuffs, but it, it was, it, it got heated though. All right. So we got some good <laughs> stuff for you. It right? did. I heard. So check, check, just check us out. Clark Street Wrestling. All right. Yeah. It's, they're definitely a great listen. I, I, I listen to them all the time. It's, it's an amazing show. So check that out. And, uh, 
I guess we'll kick to Brucey and let him do the social medias because he just loves to do social medias, man. <laughs> favorite part of the show. No. It really is. He he sticks around for the social medias. This is why I'm here. True I just story. do social media. I don't even I don't know nothing about wrestling. Uh, nothing. Nothing. <laughs> nothing. Nothing. So here's the thing. If you're watching on Facebook, you know you can find us on Facebook. And if you're not on Facebook and you're watching this on YouTube, find us at Top Rope Wrestling Talk on Facebook. We are a publicly traded Facebook group. I love how everyone's got their fingers going. They know what I'm yes. doing. Go. Everyone. Now. Uh, oh, I'm an honorary yes. member of the Facebook group. So, hey, trust yeah. me. <laughs> so you, can, you can find us there on Facebook. There, there it is right there. I'll right do my there. Sammy like, thing. Like I'm, I'm pointing. Um, but you can't see where I'm pointing to. Not Spanish God. You, you, can, you, can, also, you, can, you can also find us on Twitter at Top Rope WT. Uh, Dom pretty much locks down Twitter. I jump on there every Try. once in a while. Us as a collective group lock down Facebook. Um, then we also have our YouTube channel, which is where it's get challenging for Brucey. <laughs> you can you can find us on YouTube at Fox Den Productions. Uh, Top Rope Wrestling Talk is on there. Uh, this is the flagship show of Fox Den. <laughs> Then Dom also has Mutant Rejects that he does, and he also has um, Drunk Upon a Time. Or, or if we get lucky, um, maybe we'll do another Drunk Upon a Top Rope. Um, but, yeah, those are the shows you can find on YouTube. Hit the like button. Hit the subscribe button. Leave comments down below. Ring the bell so you know when all our new content comes out. Um, and then our, our new pet project and our new baby is our Instagram. You can find us at Hold on. This shit's this shit's a tongue twister. He at, made it, by the way. Yeah, I made it. He named it. At top underscore rope underscore wrestling underscore talk. You can find us there awesome. on Instagram. I was gonna and, ask you how many underscores. Yeah, that's you the have new one. Name. We're starting to get one a little a following. <laughs> yeah. we we just we just made the, the gram account like two, three weeks ago. We're starting to get a little following there. It's got some Evil Evan originals on it. It's got some of my Boy goofy does. shit. We're still trying to get Wendy and Bruce a little more involved in it, especially since Bruce made and named the damn thing. <laughs> I spend like half my day on Instagram. And, so. and obviously, if podcasts are your thing, you can find us at anchor.fm backslash TRWT. You're going to get all our episodes there. You're going to get all our platforms there. We are basically everywhere podcasts are enjoyed. And I do mean everywhere, including iHeartRadio now. So <laughs> big things popping on podcasts. You, you know, the YouTube channel, as Brucey said, is is going strong. We've got three shows. We may even be working on some more. Um, it, either one is a lot of content in a lot of places. Like, yeah, our podcast, you're going to get episodes. If you come to the YouTube, there's some exclusives, some nice videos, some behind-the-scenes stuff. You know, it's fun. But uh, either one's either one's great. You know, subscribe to our YouTube channel. Follow us wherever you maybe you know, favorite us yes. on Anchor. Do your thing. Share this shit around. Help us grow yeah. this empire yeah. a little share bit. This, <laughs> share it. If, if my mom can share it, you can share it too. Yes, by the yes. way, shout yeah, out to grandma. Mama B for sharing this on Facebook. Thanks, we love mom. you so much. We want to get you on this show. Yes. She said she'd come on, but we can't record. I'm like, no, people need I'm to know how awesome her. you are. Oh, you know what? Let me shout out to my wife because she joined. She was watching us. So shout out to my wife. Yes. My friends. Hey. hey, love you, babe. People love us. <laughs> Thank you for watching. Yeah. <laughs> even, real quick, my wife never even came in. <laughs> if I could give a quick shout out, shout out 
to all the fathers out there locking it down as real men, real fathers. We got fathers they coming up. Love you, right, you guys out That's there. Right. Be, be a positive day. role model. Be like Brett Baker. Yes. Show your youngins how to do it right. From from Future four dads, respect. four dads to the rest of you. Dad yes, plus life. Father's Day. Right. Good dads That's out right. there. Celebrate. And, uh, Barbecue. Oh, and you know what? I don't say this enough, and I should, because he's on our show every damn week. Please check out Evil Evan Illustrations while you're at it. He's on yes. Facebook. Yes. He's on Twitter. Yep. E- Instagram. Yeah, Evil Evan, <laughs> Evan Illustrations. Now. He's everywhere. Okay? Search for I'm him on, on social media there. Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. He does some great stuff. He does all our stuff, like all our logos, all our stuff. He does everything. He's amazing. You got to check out his actual original art. It's so good. Of art school for nothing. And, and he's also got some some unique Evil Evan shirts on sale. Yeah, if that's what merch. you're interested in. I've got my Wrestling on the Brain t-shirt because it's fucking amazing. Uh, I would have rocked it tonight if it weren't for Scorsese because I love that dude. But, I wore mine to a Zoom work meeting and everyone was like, what are you wearing? And I showed them and I was like, it's an original. I told them about I, the podcast and everything. And I, wore like, mine, I wore mine to my son's IEP meeting at school. Nice. With his third grade teacher. <laughs> Great day parenting. Big skull, yes. brain. Yes. I'm, not, yeah. I'm rocking it. I'm walking right in that school. I know I this. I do. Said, you know, when I can. <laughs> I know this gets said the last a lot these last few weeks, but I'm going to say this with very, very high confidence. We are this close to having someone officially doing our merch full time, and we will have merch. Ooh. Yes, we will. Brucey's been working on it. Eva's been working on something. We've been Get getting all together. Me, man. Oh, you know we got you. Yeah. You know we got Shout you, man. Out. We will definitely send you a shirt or something. Yeah. We've got some stuff coming. We're just, you know, crossing the T's, dotting the I's, getting everything together. But, uh, yeah, that'll be available can, soon, too. Can I, can I say <laughs> real quick, without giving, like, anything at all away, we have big surprises coming up within we do hopefully the next yes. few days we'll see. we're gonna get we're supposed to be getting more information on monday about monday, a, monday, a monday, very monday about a very awesome very show. large guest mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i can't say so, who, I just, uh, it, it's a no. it's a legendary wrestler to say the least you and, said too um, much shut i've said too much <laughs> conspirator we're, We're done. done. Guys, on. Stay tuned. Come follow us. We love you. Stay safe out there, y'all. Later, guys. Thanks again. All right, you guys. Oh, Wendy, you got to say it. Though. You got to say your thing. You got to say your Stay thing. Stay fresh, cheese bags. There it is. Peace. <laughs>